Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hellboy Book Club. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Aubrey Loveless. And I'm Danielle. Hey, everybody, we're looking at the movie today. We're doing this for some reason. We're doing a movie club. (laughs) This is an all-Hellboy podcast. If this is your first episode, I think we might have some new listeners coming on just to listen to us talking about the movie. I really recommend you go back and check out our show. We've covered pretty much all the comics at this point, except for some of the more current ones. And we've done some of the novels, we've had some interviews, and now we're getting ready to talk about the movie. And, and, we've, and we've had some friendship. Lots of friendship, lots of, friendship. Lots of interaction with our listeners. And so, actually, the next episode after this will be all of our listener feedback on this episode. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the movie here. So we're going to be watching the director's cut, and if you want to sync along with us with your Blu-ray or DVD or streaming, you want to be watching the director's cut or it won't fully sync up. And so we're going to go ahead and get started. You could really watch any movie you wanted with this. It yeah. just won't sync up. It, 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 won't, it won't sync up. It will sync up if you watch Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> or Speed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But not Speed 2. No, definitely not. So we're checking out the 4K transfer of this. Is this that just what came doing? out. Yeah, this is actually the 15th year anniversary of this movie. Okay. There's a, there's a lady holding the torch. Over here, and let's see. We're waiting on some Columbia Columbia. is appearing on the screen now. Sony Pictures Entertainment Company. Double rainbow. What does it mean? (laughs) What does it mean? And now it's fading. And now some swirly blue stuff and uh, some other things are happening. It's the next logo. Yeah. Just trying to make sure people are synced up here. Revolution. There we go. Yeah. Studios. Okay. So you should be pretty synced up with us now. I like when several indicators are given. In the cultist regions of space, the, the monstrous entities, entities Audrey Audrey Jihad, Jihad, the seven gods, gods of chaos, chaos slumber, slumber in their crystal... <laughs> waiting to reclaim Earth and burn the heavens. And this is a made-up book. Yeah, Des Vermis Mysterious, uh, <laughs> or Mysteries of the Worm. This is a fictional grimoire created by, Richard, by Robert Block and incorporated by H.P. Lovecraft. So this is actually like a Lovecraft reference. Within the Hellboy universe, but this is a made-up book. But it's not as obvious as, yeah. as of a Lovecraft reference as, for example, like the Necronomicon exactly, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, so we're about to come up onto some, uh, some you know, fictional sorcery Nazi stuff, as as you will on any Hellboy story, pretty much. So, you, almost. did you? Uh, did any of you watch this movie like uh, in the theater? I, I did not. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, yeah, I saw it in the theater also. Okay. Yeah, I I would love to um I would love I guess people are just starting to go back to the theater now, but it would be great if like a local theater showed this again or something uh, I think right? all like, local theaters have probably been wiped out by now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh. This is some very Mignola imagery here. Yeah. Yeah. I like this guy that plays the young broom. He does a good job. Oh, yeah. He does a good job. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. I like this guy with the uh, stub of the cigar in the pouring rain. It's apparently still smoking. I saw a puff of smoke there. Amazing. I don't know how he did that. That's good stuff, though. This must be a really good cigar. It's Well, I don't know. <laughs> apparently so. So Del Toro talks about 
like Hellboy has two influences and it's like Broom and then this sergeant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So a lot of like Hellboy with the cigars and stuff like that. The cigars, yeah. He like says things wrong. He's kind of like traits of the sergeant. Well, so he's he's got cigars here in this movie, I assume because it's better looking aesthetically. Like it just looks better to on screen, like to maybe I guess Guillermo del Toro or whoever, but like in the comic books, it it's cigarettes, like yeah. the way that Liz smokes cigarettes yeah exactly yeah uh, talking about what hellboy smokes right hellboy's smoking cigarettes in the comics and cigars here in the movie i guess it would just look better on screen yeah ron perlman looks good with a cigar ron perlman Perlman just looks like hellboy even when he's got no makeup on so this frame was actually framed by mignola this is yeah Yeah. absolutely 100,000 percent mignola artwork that is amazing there are a couple great shots like that that i want to make sure we point out Actually, I, I really enjoy this opening. I know it's slightly different than the comic, but... Uh, it's extremely different from but, the comic. Uh, they do a really good job of pre- portraying the um, the same um, uh, story, or similar story. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. almost nothing that's the same. Well, Cronin here, I mean, before this is he... The only, yeah, this is the only Cronin thing we get that's actually a little bit Cronin. So they talked about the Thule Society. This is originally... Um, a German occultist group founded in Munich shortly after World War One. So there is incorporating some of the historical fiction there with Cronin's backstory. And the design of him is pretty amazing. I mean, yeah. it looks pretty much off the comic. Um, I love Ilsa. I love this actress that plays Ilsa. And this is, to me, the most Rasputin that we get. And then, like, it starts to kind of go a little bit uh sideways into a different which is okay it's not you know supposed to be like a super faithful ah. this is someone's interpretation of it so it's a, a whole team of people working on this to interpret it in a different way from the comics and mike Mignola himself has said i don't want a direct right. translation i want it to look different it's supposed to look different if it's someone else doing it so so billy hodson was the name of that actress oh and i was her- playing uh Ilsa, Ilsa, yeah. And her holding the umbrella over Rasputin, Mignola said that was one of his favorite shots. Right. There's a commentary of this with Mignola and Del Toro, which I highly recommend you go listen to rather than us. We could tell you what they said, or you could just listen to it. Yeah. Well, I like how uh, Del Toro talks about how that guy with the sunglasses is like his nod to uh, Von Crump. Exactly. Yeah. See, what is this jacket he's got on? It just, I'm sorry. It just looks like a Versace jacket. You like, want the Project I want Ragnarok. The actual, I want yeah. a, a Rasputin. This just looks like a Versace like robe. Like not well, I'm not no hate not like no shade on that if that's what you like to wear. That's fine. I just mean like this is supposed to be Rasputin. It's yeah. fine. Well no, this is sexy Rasputin. I guess. I mean so. he's got his chest open and he's all like <laughs> Hey ladies. <laughs> Again, this is a different interpretation of it. It's not supposed to be exactly. Now let's yeah. talk about this. Who wants to talk about that? Glove here. That, Go, that actually that. looks really good. That's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, Adam Savage has a video making his own version of it. Yeah, that is super cool. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't remember all the information in that Still, video. Still. Right. Go check I'll, that out. You could YouTube that. I'll link it in the show notes of this episode. One thing that I remember from that is that um, he had a hard time finding the vis- the very specific vacuum tubes oh, yeah. that yeah. go on there, and he was like um, looking for all the that different things. That looks so cool. This looks so cool. Sorry, when they opened the yeah. portal into the other dimension or into space or wherever, it fucking looks good. And I I say that knowing full well that 
the CGI at this time was a little bit still, you know, in and out and not oh, yeah. all the way there. So to me of the time, knowing when this was made, it looks great. This is incredible. I love this, this shot, shot here. right here. Yeah. yeah. This is really cool. I get some Jurassic Park vibes oh, from yeah, this, this giant eyeball. And then we're about to see the whole deal, which is, God, that looks, that looks great. Again, Straight out of the comics. Yes, yeah. well, the all so CGI cool. shots in this movie wow. don't look great, um, but that does. That all That's yeah. an all CGI shot that looks super good and holds up really well because it's mostly in like darkness. and. Yeah, yeah, we were watching this the other night, and the 4K is beautiful. I mean, Del Toro and Guillermo Novaro, the cinematographer, are amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But some of the CGI from 2004 just does not hold up in the 4K. Well, and that's not, you know, they and tried their, their best. Fault, and I mean. for the most part, it, I think they did a great job yeah. with what they had. And I think that the animators did a good job with what they were doing. So I, I did want to talk about this really quick because, yeah, um, you know, Young Broom is like a badass. And right here he tells, he tells the bad. sergeant, he's like, you know what this means? They're opening the portal. We have to act now. Like yeah. that reminds yeah. me of the comic broom where he's like, sure, yeah. fuck this. We gotta, we gotta go in there and people There's are gonna get no killed and we're gonna left. get shot and, but we have to do this yes. now. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Nice nod to what they would go on. Now and they do. have the big banners that have the, like the Rasputin dragon on them. I there guess that go. was their yeah. way of being like, look, we'll put him here, <laughs> but we're not gonna have him wearing a robe with this on. So it. here's where Cronin starts to this become is it. the Del yeah. Toro yeah. character. Now we're Del Toro. Cronin. Uh, yeah. The, the, the assassin Cronin kind of guy. And like you were saying, the cinematographer leaves it all on the table, man. He is treating this movie uh, so lovingly as though it is just the biggest blockbuster you've ever seen. And I really appreciate that, that the cinematographer really loves what he's working on. You can just he's really tell. He's very earnest. And when you yes. watch the special features. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, three years later, Navarro would go on and win the Academy Award for Pan's Labyrinth. Yes. So, I mean, this is an acclaimed cinematographer, and to get him on a movie like this is just incredible. Yeah. And he's so earnest in how he treats the material. Yeah. You know, he's not looking at it as a genre film. He's looking at it as a film. And, Absolutely. Uh, it's it's so, really the storytelling on it is very, yeah. like you say, like is the, the, everyone's heart's really in it. You can tell everyone working on this really wanted to be working on this and wanted it to be something special. And it shows. I mean, um, what did they say? How much did this movie cost? Like $50 million or 50 whatever? Million, and yeah. uh, I can't remember who said it. But again, I mean, we're, we're quoting someone else's commentary now. But it, it does look like it costs like $100 million. It looks good. Oh, that was Del Toro himself. He said okay, that. there yeah. it is. That is that is horrifying. Oh, that is yeah. horrifying. The first time I saw this, yeah, it truly wait. freaked me out how it bends him back Ugh. like that as he's going through the portal. Well, the little the little blobs coming off. Of him. Oh, right. Yeah. Jeez, Pulls man. his eyeballs out, Ugh. too. Yeah, so... This movie, it was released on April 2nd, 2004, and it got positive reviews. It grossed $99.8 million worldwide. Against a production budget of sixty to sixty-six million, which is what I read on Wikipedia. Okay, that probably also includes like the marketing and stuff. Like I was about that, to say, you know? like, do you think that that should we tack on some for that, or? And obviously, um, it's directed by Guillermo del Toro, which um, you know I had worked at a video store with Aubrey, and and yeah. we had seen like Devil's Backbone and some movies like that. So look at this, this is some Mignola shit right uh, here. Yeah, I was definitely excited to hear that he was doing Hellboy. Oh yeah, so y'all were already previously 
fans of his work and we're excited that he was working with Mike Mignola. And Mike Mignola uh, worked hand in hand the whole way, every step of the way on yeah. the, the creative process on this too, which is well, good to know. Well, actually, I didn't really know. I, I didn't really know Hellboy. I mean, I, I knew of Hellboy, but I never read the comic or anything like that before I saw the movie. Okay. Uh, but I really was a fan of Del Toro. Like John said, we would like get right together on. and watch watch all of his movies. Del Toro yeah. seems to have really brought so many because they he was working so closely with Mike Mignola on this movie, even though it is uh, a very Del Toro movie. Yeah. You know, he seems to have brought a lot of people to the comics, which is pretty cool. I like this actor that plays this little this, this guy. This guy right is great. Here. Yeah, yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. He does such a great job being this guy. <laughs> the little cat. He's cute. Yeah, I love the relief. Yeah, back man, here. this is a hundred percent Mignola. All these archways and reliefs and stuff. And you is know, that th- a little goat man? It looked like it. That's cool. Yeah. Is that a little? Maybe it's a little thing. Uh oh. The way that they use shadows in this yeah. is like they try to capture that Mignola style. They don't do a bad job of it either. It looks good. It's not an ape. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bright red. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good delivery. Oh no, that's where he says it. He says it right here. Already? No, it's not an ape. <laughs> yeah so Baby. this is really cute i love this little hellboy uh and that, you know we acknowledge that the cgi is not current cgi it's fine it looks good it's it looks fine. okay yeah. i like it for yeah. what it is and when it was it's just it's fine well it's also like we're watching it on more modern tvs on a 4k sure restoration. there you go like if you were to see this back in it wasn't necessarily meant to be viewed yeah. on this type of yeah um but yeah now if you want to if you were to watch it in like 2004 on a um, like a 480 TV box TV, sure, this would look great. Yeah. <laughs> what's, so what's this guy doing with so many full size candy bars <laughs> in his pocket? He's got so many baby Ruths at one time. What's with the baby Ruths? He's got full size. Do you like a baby, baby Ruth? Sometimes, but so always many like, peanuts. When was the last time you had one? Uh, I think it was. You know, it's in the like 90s, maybe? <laughs> it's one of those things where it's the only candy. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I love this it's line right offered. here, though. It's very touching where he's like, oh, baby. And the guy, he's like, it's just a baby boy. Oh, yeah, it's cute. When you he delivers I mean? that line, he does a good job delivering that. This little smiley dude. Yeah. He's cute. They're not like, it's some deformed devil baby. He's like, it's just it's a baby just a boy. boy. Yeah, that's a cute line. And so here's he's the taking recreation. The picture and everything. Oh, oh my God. Cute. This is oh, so cool. Yeah. They did a good job with this. And even the part where he looks down and he says, Hellboy. Yeah. And that's kind of from the comic, too. This is very cute. Uh, Really great. And here they're kind of establishing this father-son relationship, which is really prevalent in the movie. And it wasn't so much in the comic at the time. And here's the thing. There's the classic shot. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. I actually didn't know. And here we go. Uh, It was very popular in the early 2000s to do uh, a very fast, floaty entrance where you're floating around and maybe there's some newspaper clippings and maybe there's some information well, you might need and yeah. some pictures and you're floating around. Maybe it's a DNA strain. I love maybe all it's this. A, like a, They do like, he's like Bigfoot or something yeah. like that. You know, Man. cryptozoology I do angle. like that, that he might be Bigfoot. That's pretty good. Um, but I, Dotaro, go ahead, Aubrey. I, I really oh enjoy this this uh, theme music this morning. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not right. bad. That's so not bad. I did want to shout out This Markle. does look like a PS2 cutscene though. Well, it looks like most of the uh, superhero type shows. It's fine. Amazing it's fine. Spider-Man Again, I, that was cool. I do like the Bigfoot thing. 
It's fine. The composer is Marco Beltrami. He's an American composer. He's done a lot of Del Toro films. He's done a lot of uh, James Mangold films like The Wolverine and Logan, uh, Snowpiercer. Yeah, so he's great. I love the soundtrack on soundtrack oh, on this. That logo looks so kick-ass on the screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did want to talk about labyrinths are a motif throughout the film. Yes, yeah. So, you know, what you were talking about, it's like running you through all these, like, different trails. We're going to see another labyrinth coming up in this shot. They run you through the screensaver. Yeah. Real quick. So here's, like, you know, they go up to... This looks uh, badass. This looks great. You know, they have that Cavendish expedition. I feel like this is kind of... Uh, a reference to yeah, that in a way for sure yeah. they're traveling to the north to find rasputin again i would have loved if we had got that scene god that scene where they wipe away oh, the the, the, the grime the or whatever the dust and then they yeah. his opens his eye like that is such an iconic uh, moment for yeah. me that really stuck with me i will say even after all this time like that is like the most iconic moment i think from when i first was re- getting into reading the books and whatever and so the fact that that wasn't here, I was like, oh, missed opportunity. I guess. Well, but you know it, what? It's you, not my movie. I didn't make you know it, what's so interesting, Danielle, is that a lot of people saw this movie first. Yeah. Then read a exactly. book of the comics, myself included. I, sure. I was telling you, you were asking me what I had read. Right. I'd only read some weird stuff like Conquer Worm. I'd read stuff all out, out of order. Oh, okay. And um, this looks so cool. Oh, and sure. so you have read most of the stuff and right. actually hadn't seen the movie. There's really, lab- so there's the labyrinth you were talking about. Exactly, the, mo- the labyrinth yeah. motif. That little that little picture in the journal was yeah. drawn by Mignola. That's great. I mean, who else would you get to draw that shit? And all the Mignola symbols you see on these on the stones. Yeah, those are all really Mignola great. symbols. Yeah. They're straight out of the books. I mean, straight out of there. All the sigils. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's you're some fine. Nazi yeah. gold. Oh that's, shit, that, that's, that's not good. That's like a weird Nazi. Someone flex. throws Nazi gold at you, you know something bad is about to go down. Yeah. Anyway, so no, you were saying most people had maybe not read the books, and then they see the movie and they go back to read the books. And but, I had read all the books, and then I kind of go back to watch the movie. And, and then you're like, you're comparing it against the, yeah. this vast twenty-five sure, years sure, verse sure. of like we have to figure out how to fit this in two hours, right? You know and so I mean? yeah. the, actually, there what, what was out? Can you but at uh, at this point, what all was out? Superhero wise, no, no, it's like it's like Hellboy books. Where was Hellboy in the? Comics? Oh, that okay. Blood does not look, oh, that looks good. So Conquer Worm had come out, and then there was kind of a lull. This is where they did like weird, uh, weird tales and okay. stuff like that. Right on. Right before the island and Third Wish. This came is before out. the island and Third Wish. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. See, this looks fucking good. Yeah. This is some. Yeah. Uh, uh, the color is very. Um, Dave Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Trying to capture some of trying that. Trying to capture a little bit of the 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 you know he likes to do that contrasting thing, and you were saying. So in the comic books up until now, you're saying that there wasn't much material and the father-son relationship that we, you know, uh, have in the comic books was not really there yet. And now that this they did it in the movie. It's definitely been fleshed out a lot more yeah, since and then. Yeah, so maybe and I didn't think Mike Mignola go, think about that? Did he think about that and go, hmm, I don't know. I mean, maybe possibly. Maybe this is good and I will do I, more of this. I think that um, I wonder, a lot of people came, came away from the movie thinking that there was um, sure. some kind of father-son. You well, know, they that, say that was it explicitly important. here in yeah. the movie many times. And they actually, I mean, that's the way that they build the relationship. Right. So yeah. I wonder, I just wonder if Mike Mignola 
was working so closely with everybody on this movie and was like, hmm, you know what? That's great. I like this. Maybe I'll put some of that in there myself. I don't know. This is a question I'm asking. Right. Not expecting an answer from anybody, but I wonder. So a lot of people uh, apparently on the production asked uh, Mignola skeleton if, boys. Yeah, if he had modeled Broom off of John Hurt. I know John Hurt Because they does. look so alike. Oh, yeah. So good. I will say this. Jeffrey Tambor... There is no better Manning. He is <laughs> oh, the best really at being yes. Manning. It is incredible to watch him do this. Well, so apparently uh, he wasn't originally cast as Manning. The person they cast uh, <sighs> didn't show up. And so they they rang him up and be like, hey, do you want to play Manning? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's so good at wow. being Manning. He's so wow. good at it. And yeah, John Hurt, of course, the, the amazing John Hurt uh, is Professor Broom. It's hard to imagine anyone else being Professor Broom. He's just so... And that, that's no such I, thing. <laughs> I love this. He does, he does, he does a, good such job a good job of like, playing it off. But, uh, but I just wonder, like, uh, yeah, because you said they asked him if he had John Hurt in mind, and he was like, no, nah, but this is great. All right? Or yeah, what? yeah. Okay. okay so Here's the fucking guy. Myers. <laughs> Myers that they have for us dum-dums in the audience who apparently need a character who is the vehicle for... Us, the viewer, who gets to ask all the questions and receive all the answers for basic shit that we should just be able to get that is implied while we're watching the movie. Just let us watch the movie. We don't need this sure. character. So many movies put this character in, and yeah. it pisses me off every time. Well, I would have so been, irritating. I would have been, been more fine with it had he died in the end, like a, like any other BPR agent we first get introduced to in the comics. <laughs> we but, don't need him. But yeah, I we don't, don't need I don't, him. I don't, I don't We're like, not stupid. We can watch a movie. I don't like insert characters. I but hate it. I, I have to say, if they're trying to be a super secret organization, their waste management is they're way too fancy. Job. Yeah, for a real waste management. I think company. that's the joke, though. That's that's a hilarious joke. But I, it, this building looks beautiful. So this is a guy. They the, use the falling water um, building, I forget who it is. If it's the casting director. Oh, he's um, a guy. That was the guy. Was yeah, the guy. I forgot. And uh, this all looks very cool. This is a cool take on. Yeah, it. I like this. If you're so, not going to use falling waters, this is a good, you know. Yeah, you know. Del Toro said that this was supposed to be like Area 51. Yeah, which is like cool. Area 50. See, it says 51. I right like there. it. I like. I like the Area 51 angle. I right. think it's cool. I think this is cute. I love Broom's office here. It's not as cozy and as homey as the comics, but it still is good, and I like it. Yeah. Um, I just hate this character. This library is amazing. Yeah, it looks it looks yeah. incredible. I'm not a I I kind of I don't mind Rupert Evans as Myers. I think he's all right. I th- I'm saying the concept um, of Myers. Sure. I hate the concept of Myers in any movie. So let's it's talk clunky, about this ape it's, skull. It's clunky and it just gets in the way. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. Let's talk well, about... let's talk about a couple things here. Yeah, yeah. Um. So behind Broom, right next to him there. That's a statue of uh, St. Michael the Archangel over the devil. And so that was Del Toro's interpretation of the BPRD symbol. Okay. He was saying, like, okay. you know, this isn't exactly what it means, but this is what it means to me is St. Michael the Archangel holding the sword. Okay. You know, and so he deliberately put, I think, a couple of those um, in the background. Well, the fact that it means anything to him is cool. Like, the yeah. fact that he is so moved and inspired by the stuff that Mignola is doing that he, you know, wants to do his own interpretations of it. I mean, that's cool. That's, you know, I take They've that. got the faithful A backstory here. Apparently uh, he likes rotten eggs. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. they talked about the whole ichthyosapien, the little sign yeah. where they found him at the St. Trinian's Hospital. That's from the comic. What day was that? 
April fourteenth, eighteen sixty-five, the but, day Lincoln was murdered. Uh, Hence, actually, actually, you know, he was Abe Sapien. He was shot on the fourteenth, but he didn't actually die until the fifteenth. Oh, oh dang! So this uh, Abe Sapien sculpt was done by Jose Fernandez. Beautiful and sculpt. There's a great behind-the-scenes clip oh, yeah. where they show it to Del Toro, and he, he starts crying. Sobbing, yeah. He's just like, "I'm fat." <laughs> <laughs> It was just so beautiful. He was so moved by it when he's turning it around. And he was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. It's cute. Um, oh. So watch out right here. Um, so I want to point out, if you look on the left side of the oh, screen, yeah. Let's look at this um, kind stuff. of center back, right now, you're going to see, there it is, there Roger is. the Homunculus. Roger. There he is, right there oh, in the background. In between um, Manning and, and uh, Broom. Yeah. And, and before anyone says anything, yes, we know. This we was know. in Constantine. So the little <laughs> baby in the jar is from uh, Devil's Backbone. That's the spear of destiny, Long or the Titus. one, yes, from uh, from Constantine. That's the exact one from Constantine. I right? feel like yeah. this is the part of Lord of the Rings where Aragorn kicks the helmet, and everybody has to say at the same time <laughs> that he broke his foot when he did that. It's the same exact thing. I like this little thing about he's like, oh, did he? Did Hitler die? Did he now? Yeah. Oh, do you know 44? so much about when Hitler died? Mm, I'm yeah. so sure. I like this guy. I like Agent Clay. Yeah, he's yeah. good. He's good at what he does. More- some baby is cute. That man always has candy on him. <laughs> He's got candy the classic trait of Professor Broom. I love him though. He looks just. I mean, John Hurt looks he, like he, Professor Broom. He's amazing. He's it's incredible. Yeah. And of course, the costume and the and the wig and everything. I mean, everybody. It's a team effort. But John Hurt's performance really drives. So when this. I when I saw this movie like back in the theaters, I Character. I was like, oh man, he's supposed to they they lock him up for some reason. But now I'm all like, this is rather rude to be locked. It's behind very this rude. Door. And I was asking John, I was like, what is this about? But I right. guess he's been in this universe. He's escaping, and they're trying to keep him secret. As opposed yes. to in the comics, everyone knows about him, and it's fine. Yeah. Right. So of course he would have a regular normal room like any other person. What do you know why they? Um decided to make him a super secret organization to make it more dramatic probably yeah, i guess like it's uh, a movie they want it to be dramatic and like very I like so, the mtv shot of liz there right so we're gonna see ron perlman here as hellboy oh, wait, let's talk about this comic though oh right so the comic uh, this, this comic. is a, a recreation an exact uh, like recreate like a re- almost a replica but it's, it's of hellboy, uh, so. thor 142 so on this one it says cry cry Grafe, the scourge of the super ape and on the Thor one, it says the Scourge of the Super Scroll. Super cute. And um, look this up. And here's Hellboy. Here yeah. he is, Ron Perlman. So you can see the hooves right here. The hooves. Yeah. One of the oh, very few times that you actually see Looks the hooves great. in this version of Hellboy. Looks great. Very cool. So also, I just want to say right now, if you uh, are getting any kind of hair transplants or any cosmetic work on you, you know what? Don't let anyone make you feel bad about that. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's fine to get hair transplants. Don't let anyone make fun unless it's your friend and you're just joshing each other in, in which case that's your own relationship and you can call the shots there but you know what don't feel bad about it you're fine so when they cast ron perlman as hellboy god he looks they amazing. got a uh, this guy matt rose god he went down and they had a head sculpt of ron perlman from when he did beauty and the beast yep. oh okay so beauty and the beast was a 1987 romance show starring linda hamilton linda as a beauty hamilton. And Ron Perlman as the Beast of Vincent. I have not seen this, but it sounds like something. Oh, my I mom used to see. love that show. Oh, I, used to watch oh, the I show want to watch this now. Is, and it's, so it's he <laughs> took the he took the head sculpt from when he was all the prosthetics because that he yeah. wore to Vincent, and just started making him into Hellboy. 
And you can see this on the behind the I scenes. Mean, it's just beautiful. And then they had to age him up too because he was older. Sure. And yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Really this amazing. Is, uh, I, I hate to keep talking about other people's uh, commentaries, but I liked when they compared that to uh, uh, Sereno. Like, don't look at oh. his nose, don't look oh, at his right. horns or yeah. whatever. They were saying that's the Sereno de Bergerac moment. Oh, but he looks amazing goes- in this. In the first scene that we see him in, perfect great i mean you really they executed that perfectly that I, was great i also like to it kind of makes me laugh to knowing that ron perlman was wearing green socks uh so yes. t- digitally take out his feet to put in the, the i mean he and sat to get those prosthetics put on him and all this stuff he's he's wearing like prosthetic uh face stuff all on his lips yeah. and his face everywhere and he's he's wearing like these dentures and he's got these these uh contact lenses and it's just all over his entire face and body and he still comes through he's still emoting he still does such a great job acting it's amazing work so here's where the samaritan comes from a lot of people think that that's from the comics it's actually from the movie from the movie yeah yeah um and let's talk about doug jones here as abe sapien voiced by david hyde pierce you know David Hyde Pierce refused to take credit for the movie or do any press around it because um, he really wanted to give it up for Doug Jones. Yeah, yeah. who did all the acting and all the hard work. And who was in the prosthetics for like seven hours. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, voice acting is acting, but I mean, like, you know, I think that's really cool of him to be like, well, this guy was in this these prosthetics yeah. for seven hours every day and whatever and you know uh james l jones did the same thing on the original star wars sure yeah oh and right he wouldn't take credit for it and they only added his name in the uh, special edition right and uh, uh so real quick here uh red right hand by the yeah. australian rock band nick cave and the bad seeds but that's Hell not the version yeah. that's playing oh no. it's a different version that's playing yeah, yeah it's pete yorn or something like oh that. okay it's a okay version red and blue Man, Ron Perlman looks amazing as Hellboy, and he it like even without any of the makeup or prosthetics, he looks like Hellboy. I'm sorry. Anytime I see him, I'm like, it's Hellboy. He looks like Hellboy. He so, just looks like him. What What do y'all think about the a with the uh, yeah? The I actually there kind of thing. I actually asked John this. We were watching it recently. And yeah. I was like, What do you think about this? Well, I, I think that uh, what I, like I the read band was, case. I'm sorry. I like this band. Like this, this is like amazing. A, it's like yeah. a band case, but when you open it up inside, it's not instruments. It's all this fucking cool shit. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What you were saying? No, I was gonna say. Um, you know, in the commentaries and behind the scenes, Del Toro says that he wanted to make Abe like kind of like almost like the opposite to Hellboy. He didn't want two guys. They weren't different enough. Two tough guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the comics, Abe would be in a tactical vest with a gun also and not yeah. doing all this but like, psychic stuff. But he's still the books guy. He still does all the books. He still shit. does the research stuff, yeah. which I do like. Um, but yeah, he wanted to make them kind of like opposites. Like He wanted to make that more of a dramatic difference and really like yeah. completely make him super different. Which oh, is, so I one mean, thing it's that very was, Del Toro. Just look at yeah, him. Yeah, one thing that was cool in the... Character design in the behind the scenes is whenever he spreads out his hand like that it's a prosthetic hand it's a separate hand and they just work it into the shot well earlier when they were in the garbage truck hellboy did the right hand i couldn't help but i thought that was a prosthetic too wasn't it they did a good job there i mean so look at this so this is the way del toro uses lighting this is the the oh my god look at this that is the mignola shot that's the hero shot man that's it yeah, Hellboy in front of like That's a big like statue and everything. The shadows movie. all on his on his face. I love this scene. So good. This is just classic Hellboy. It is classic Hellboy. Yeah, it's good shit. Abe's got his little 
Library yeah, this said, is good shit. I yeah, like that. I like this. But as far as the rebreather and all that, I mean, I'm fine with it. You know, it's uh, Del Toro. You got to have some of that. You yeah, know? Well, you're gonna have to. It's like well, when I first look at this hell. Sorry, so it's just like it's God, so good. that's amazing. Yeah, and it just that is good looks, shit. Look at satisfying. the shadows. You know, he's really trying to incorporate really, Hal Mignola, yeah. and that's the cinematographer Guillermo Navarro just knocking it out of the park. For I sure. Mean, we are so lucky that we had someone. I mean, like we've got him teams of people making this happen. I'm sorry, Aubrey, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, Go ahead. Uh, no, I was like, okay, so like when I first saw this movie, uh, I really enjoyed the character of Abe and all that, and so I thought like the rebreather was all cool and all that. But now that I've read, but now that I've read the comic, um, that look right there was. So I mean, good. I hate to say it, but this is hashtag not my Abe. Uh, <laughs> right, right on. Well, it's an alternate version. That's yeah. how I think about it. You but know. I mean, don't get me wrong; I still like the character. Sure. I just think that it's because I how much I like the comic character yeah, yeah yeah ron perlman in the scene is so perfect he's so he's he's absolutely hellboy Man. i mean he absolutely is like it's just like yeah. his voice and he his references face. he's, he's just... not a very good shot which is like the comics but his he does such a good job like he's a good actor too which is what throws me i think yeah is you don't really expect a lot of that and you know yeah. from in the time that it was and for like I don't know. It's just like, it's just so great. Like, I don't know if this movie gets enough credit for... Well, and he wasn't really a leading man, you know? That's one of the things they talked about, that they had a hard time selling it to the studio. He's so fucking good, though. Apparently He's the, fucking good. The studio wanted uh, Vin Diesel. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh. Can you imagine? Uh. Well, he'd be shorter. No. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter how tall you are. It's not about that. No, I know. I and know. no shade. I mean, no shade. I love his know? reaction here when he says, I Hound just... of Resurrect. He's like... See, that's... <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like that. that. yeah. Oh, I also like how Abe named dropped uh, Seed of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. They said the name of the comic in the movie. Uh... Yeah. Uh, the delivery by Doug, uh, by David Hyde Pierce, I was going to say Doug yeah. Jones, um, is amazing. That's one thing that I do like is... Uh, that I do like about this version of Abe is the delivery is very humorous. You know, I think it adds a lot yeah, to their dynamic. Yeah, a lot dynamic. of really good delivery, for you sure. You know, him and... Uh, there's a relationship between him and this version of Hellboy that is just very... They've been through a lot of shit. Yeah. Look at this practical effect right uh, here. I mean, well, it, it's yeah. practical, it's and then it blends to the CGI. Yeah. Which doesn't hold up entirely in this But a lot of it was transfer. still in darkness, so I feel like it's still yeah. okay for yeah. what it is. You can recognize that for being what it is. That looks good. See, okay, here's where I am like, this is not the silhouette that I want for Rasputin. Right. I don't want this silhouette. Well, and I think that... I don't um, want these sunglasses. This is not the Matrix. I don't want these sunglasses. uh, There was this secondary storyline that was cut out of the theatrical version that he had his eyes sucked out through the portal. I don't need these sunglasses in my life. I don't need this on Rasputin. Oh, this is classic right here. I mean, look at this. The tentacle on his arm. And it hurts. It's like the frog monster. That's another thing that Del Toro was saying. He was like, if I could go back, I would have done the frog monsters. Yeah. Yeah, So we were watching the 4K and the 15th anniversary. But these monsters are cool. These are cool. I do like the The, Samael. The weird dog squid monsters are all right i kind of felt like they were like a nod to the frog monsters yeah he was saying he would have done them proper i think and but you know i think it's fine uh you've got enough of that in there but it's like going back to Rasputin, like i the silhouette is wrong the sunglasses are not i don't need this i don't need the early 2000s i love this uh this line right here oh yeah he's like what is that thing and he's got it on his arm there and he's like i'll pulls it off 
the hell is that thing? Uh, Let me go ask. Yeah. That's a very, That's a very Hellboy, Hellboy line. Thing I love that. Yeah. Say. Really cool. So I love this shot. Look at this. So he's going to, the chain, the bullet's going to go in. That yeah, is so cool. Yeah. Ron Perlman behind the Ron gun Perlman, right there. That man. was a great shot. Oh my God. His delivery. I mean, he's, I can't imagine someone actually doing a good job with this, but he did. He did a good job with this dialogue. He did a great job with it. And it's. I mean, he can pull it off. He really I mean, does. He's got the like, voice for not it. only does yeah. he pull it, it's not just pulling it off. It's not a skin of the teeth thing. He does it like with that. With look at that shot. Superhero that landing. was right. it's hard on the knees. Um, he does it in a way that's actually okay, so enjoyable. Like it's good. Right here, we're gonna see Mignola and Guillermo del Toro. Oh, right there, there they there are. are. There they are. Yeah, that's Night their little dragon. Yeah, that's two, their little cameo. Two Hellboys. Yeah. B o i s. Two boys. This guy's. What about all these costumes? <laughs> the guy also doing the dog run in the uh, the costume yeah. in the monster costume. Can we just props to that guy who had to be hunched over like that for who knows how many hours at a time? Yeah. So in the special features, Monty Simmons yeah. is the stunt coordinator, and they have an amazing team that developed like this muscle suit for they the Samuel. Yeah. Figured out how to this run in it. This is all CGI, and all that by the way. Yes, you wouldn't be able to tell. So I want to say, as much as I have been kind of. Um, you know, dissing the CGI. This looks fucking great. Yeah, there are no cars there. There are all. no cars here at all. Yeah, and you wouldn't be able to it's tell. Pretty incredible. So, the actors job. sell it. Too. Yeah, they really sell it. Yeah, that guy looks like he's fucked up. Yeah. So, so uh, this is a great this stunt great. right here. Yeah, here we go. Red means stop. You want to talk about this a little bit, Aubrey? Yeah. So they did this on an episode of MythBusters. It's the episode uh, President. Presidential Challenge uh, aired December 8, 2010, season 9, episode 10. Uh, busted. It won't do it. The car can't flip like that. <laughs> no. And uh, also, when he's looking up, uh, I think and ev- everybody that was on the set that day that had to stand in and do that, they had a, a several different shots. They had the car going up, and then they had the car coming down. They had the car, at one point, that a practical car rotating in midair that, that Ron Perlman was just looking up at. Yeah, that was that was awesome And they see. were all saying, like, yeah, you don't have to act scared when that's above you. It's scary. <laughs> like, it, it was safe. They like, made it safe, well, but it's fucking Del Toro scary. Went under yeah, he went too, under yeah. it to look at it. Yeah. And so, um, that's not acting. Like, that's hardcore. You're looking at a car that is spinning above you. And then, of course, they blended it all with CGI and did all this stuff. And so, that's a CGI door, but you know what? It's all right. It's okay. Yeah. I wanted so bad. Can you imagine so being on a subway and this thing comes on there? I wanted so <laughs> I bad for there probably... to be a close-up shot of just one person that's just rolling their eyes like, ugh, come on, and goes back to their <laughs> book or something. Like, Inevitably, yeah. there would be a person like, what is this fucking shit? Come on. And just puts their headphones in. Annoyed. <laughs> this turny boy turns around. Oh, and this is the whole the, the gag where he's... I he's love like, hey, this. Where he's like, "Hey, I'm on your side." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, right. No, you're a, look like a bad guy, and that's everybody's. That's a good gag. I like that. Everybody's psyched that he did that. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go home and tell all his friends." I love the the acting performance when he touches when it's hot. It's and it good. Burns. It's, yeah, like that actually made it me laugh like out it, loud. Yeah, um, look at this shot. That's. That's a very dramatic shot. I like yeah. this. this is a very movie shot. Yeah. So these Samuel, the animatronic versions, they actually had like the tentacles would wrote just yeah, move. Yeah, they looked fucked They created up. a program for them to just like the behind the undulate. scenes shit on that. I do not like looking at that because yeah. it is fucking horrifying. So that means they did their job well. Yeah. Obviously, they did a great job with that. If I'm horrified at just looking at something on a shop table, 
that's moving around. It looks fucked up. Uh, this oh, is, and this is where he touches amazing. the live uh, the track. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the rail. Oh uh, yeah, I'm fireproof. This is where the whole You're I'm not. fireproof uh, comes from, I think. Like, wild. I don't think it's ever been explicitly stated in the comics, although... That's brave, too, I've... where he puts the foot in the little shake. The little shake there. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And Ron Perlman. I love God this uh, damn, this Perlman. delivery where he's like, yeah. uh, hey, Myers. And he's like, bye. And uh, just, like, turns the thing off. It's satisfying because we hate Myers. <laughs> <laughs> it's I hate Myers. It's, I don't particularly hate him. I, I just hate find him, him to be super annoying, and I hate the character trope. I hate that yeah. when they do that to us. Why do they do that? Pulls let me, just thing let out. me watch a movie. Bye. Just assume that awesome. I understand what's going on on the screen. I don't need Myers. I don't like being babysat, and neither does Hellboy. <laughs> right. Oh, he's got a little, that's his soul, or two souls. Right, so now the semi Double souls. Oh, here's this guy. Clockwork boy. Clockwork Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> I do like um, this scene. So this is a scene that got cut out of the theatrical version. And in the commentary, they mentioned that this was the this was Guillermo Navarro, Del Toro, and Mignola's favorite scene. This was all three of their favorite scenes, and it, it's the scene that got cut out. Mm. Just oh uh, yeah, uh, just like eyes balls. They give him his eyes balls, um, but they were talking about like this <laughs> act so of beautiful. servitude. Yes, yes, this yes. kind of like rejoining Absolutely. of the Project Ragnarok, and they Typically, mentioned that yeah. it, they mentioned that Rasputin's castrated, so there's no sexual relationship. It's just like pure devotion right you know okay. what i mean and stuff like that well so. even if someone doesn't have sexual organs you can have sexual attraction sure yeah, yeah. but i will say this i like the green oh we finally See, i've been wanting the green rasputin eyes like give me rasputin some of that here i love give that. me what he does exactly that's what i'm saying give me more of this shit give me more rasputin shit so i was very satisfied with this part of it did and they, um did they say why they cut this scene out um, I think, uh, well, well that whole storyline of him having his eyes sucked out got cut. Mm. So this deals with that. And I right. think that, um, they just didn't have time for it. Sure. It's good though. And but, it also explains a lot of, anyway, it does, it's fine. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> Samio means venom of God or poison of God. It's an archangel. This is so cute. I'm sorry, I have to stop. This oh, is so, so there's a song that plays right here. Yeah. It's called Breathe In by Palo Alto. It's kind of like a Radiohead ripoff. I always yeah. thought it was Radiohead song Look or something. Look at that. Aw, oh, he's procuring the beers. He's, he's going to go see his girl. Yeah. Going to go take a six-pack and see his girl. That's fucking cute. Look at this. He's standing up there <laughs> I love like a that. statue. They did yeah. two versions of this, one where he was crouched and one where he was standing, and they thought the standing one was better. It's, it's more Mignola, yeah. too, I feel. This is cute. I I love this so much. I love that she's got the uh I cut my own bangs but they still look cute somehow. I love that. <laughs> that I'm I'm in a psycho ward and I cut my own bangs and they still look cute somehow. I've got great eyebrows. Yeah. So I absolutely adore Selma Blair. Ugh, I have a quick Selma Blair story not? that I want to tell. So she's amazing. Um I, I this was probably Ugh, uh, in the two thousand six, two thousand seven, somewhere around there. I was driving in my car. I was on the corner of Westheimer and Montrose, and I was about to turn wow. onto Westheimer in the turn lane. And I saw that, you know how people say, like, actors, like, yeah. 
are actors like if you see them in real life like do they just look like regular sure, people sure, or do sure, they sure, have sure. some sort of like magnetism yeah, yeah, yeah. or something so like i see this woman crossing the street and like she's stunning and i'm like that looks like selma blair <laughs> And you then, almost crashed your car because you saw someone that looked like someone. And then she turned and was walking down Montrose. And I wanted to like you turn the yes. car because it was her. It's I was Selma like, oh my God, that's Selma Blair. Blair. And then, but then you're like, what am I going to do? But I was in the turn I, lane yeah. and I had to turn anyway. But look, even if you turned around, what are you going to do? You're going to go talk to someone. I, I just wanted yeah. to be like, Liz, I love you. No, that's uh, not what you do. That's not how you behave. So then later when I got home, I got on Google and she was in Houston doing a play. Yeah, That's uh, so cool. and that was actually Selma Blair. I remember when you told me about that. So that was uh, I was like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, so. good job for not stalking a person. though. <laughs> it's not what we do. It's not how we behave. But yeah, uh, so she was in Houston doing a play. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. I just so. want to say though that the scene where Hellboy goes to see Liz is very touching, and I loved it a lot. Oh and yeah, that was in a my great heart scene. of hearts. That was something. Sorry, I didn't mean I to very... talk over. No, 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 no. It was a very beautiful scene, and I just wanted to kind of. <laughs> It's a it's a gorgeous scene where he just comes with a six pack with and he's she's like, Hey, I got beer and it's just cute. And she's like, Oh, you got hurt and he's like, No, it's fine and she's a cute, crazy lady and he's a beat up weird guy and it's good stuff. Oh, and so uh here Abe has psychic powers in this movie, by the way, everybody. Oh he's yeah, what do you think about that? Here. You know, now he has these powers. You know, when I was watching it the first time, I, mean, when I, was, I was fine with it, but and it's... now I'm, and now I'm, well, when I was watching it the first time, I was fine with it, but now I'm still fine with it. Okay. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. I it's think it's movie, fine. I think we've all yeah. accepted that it's Del Toro's Del Toro verse, and it's fine for him to have like a weird, you know, this is an alternate reality. Oh, and this is uh, a lady contortionist here. Oh, cool. Yeah, apparently, yeah. which is neat, and that's fun. Contortionist, not clockwork Nazi, I guess. Yeah. So um, this is where like he becomes more of like a Del Toro yeah. character right here, you know, when he's got all the There's clockwork stuff. There's a lot of that. And, and you know, Mignola doesn't give a shit and he actually is having a fun good time with it it sounds like when he's like, "Yeah, this was pretty cool when they did this with Abe. They made him psychic. That's fun, isn't it?" And you're like, "Sure, okay." Yeah. It's a movie. We can all recognize that it's a movie and it's different from the comic book, so it's fine. It actually. almost seems like Mignola prefers like a not faithful yeah, adaptation. I've, I've yeah. gotten that he actually has outright said that. Has he not been like, I don't want it to look like my thing right. be my thing. And when it comes to else. Del Toro, I mean yeah. that's the kind of person you're gonna be like, Yeah, just do your do own thing. I bet, you it'll, want, I bet right? it'll be cool. I bet right. it'll be fun and cool if you do it. And they're like pals oh, yeah. and stuff too. So this looks cool though. That looks like a Mignola drawing. That prop there. Yeah. It's like a thousand it's the t- all the tears collected from a thousand angels or right. some yeah, yeah. dramatic shit like that, which I fucking love. I love this here where he like uh, I don't know ricochets if, the bullets I don't know back. if we should be having badass like Nazi guys. Like he's too much of a cool badass. They should all be right. depicted as pathetic losers, in my opinion, because that's what they are. But it looks so cool. See, I would like to, if I was like a Mythbusters, I would wonder if you really sliced a bunch of people like this, would they really fall all like a dominoes like that? No, it's a movie. You know, like- well, you know, the answer we, is no. It's a movie. Well, we'll have to test it. Why don't we get like a bunch of Nazis and See, cut what their is knees this? off? He's got a. <laughs> I don't like that he's got a collared shirt. We will have to get a bunch of yes. He's got a collared shirt and a tie, and it's modern clothing. I don't like it. I oh. want him. I I want the Rasputin silhouette and i don't mind a lot of the changes it's not because it's like it's different I, a lot of the stuff is different and it's fine 
But that is something that I was missing dearly. Is he looks like a '90s boy, right? Or an early he, 2000s boy. You know, he looks like a sexy Rasputin. He looks like a Millennium boy. And look, he's got magic breath. He looks like a Backstreet Boy. What about magic breath, though? That's cool and fine and good, but like I don't know. The aesthetic was something that I thought we needed for Rasputin. But I will say this: the aesthetic for the majority of the movie is beautiful and incredible and great so i don't mean to be sounding like i'm complaining because for the most part and you know what this is some mummy stuff but it's okay this is the mummy but it's all right so this version this samael it does incorporate some stuff from the cthulhu mythos it kind of resembles cthulhu in a way with all the tentacles and stuff like that and then also they did the best they could and nyarla totep that's another hp lovecraft monster sure a lot of that going on this movie looks great. I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining. I just there are some spe- very specific things that I wish had been incorporated, but it's okay. Oh, he's dying. Did we mention that? Oh, right. Yeah. So there was that opening scene where he's dying. Um, that was also um, exclusive to the director's cut, not in the theatrical this version. This is so invasive. He's like, oh, you're so, like, you first rule of having psychic powers is don't reveal information without people's permission and don't go inside people's hey minds. he's a fish man well listen they probably have like a you know a particular okay sure you know? okay I mean, he sure, probably sure. doesn't do it to just anybody he it. does a lot of announcing of secret shit though which is kind of like rude <laughs> that's rude oh back to this cute adorable scene i love this yeah so you know um there's something about selma blair's eyes i just think that that's like that's Liz. That's yeah. like the Liz yeah. look. She is Liz. Yeah. She's 100%. She is the best at being Liz. She's great. I think she's really great. This is yeah. fantastic casting. I love her as Liz. I think she's 100,000% Liz. I like it, that she's got the dark hair. I like that her face is... I don't know. It's she's she's got some some sort of quality where she is just she is Liz. So this is one change that I actually really do like. It's I, dope. I, I love the blue flame. Yeah, it's good. And you can see her bones in there. Yeah, that's a cool effect. It's like coming from inside of her, which yeah. is so cool. And his Ron Perlman is such a good actor. He's good at acting. You sent like he really it's not someone who's trying to be in love with someone. I feel like he's fucking in love with her. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's intense, man. That's hard to do. I hate this fucking character. <laughs> I hate this fucking character. He's the only one that's listening to him. He's uh, like, hey, you know, no. like, we shouldn't, you know. No. This guy sucks. He's a good guy. He's no. all right. I like how she calls him HB. Yeah. That's yeah. really great. Yeah, that's from the God, comic, Ron too. Ron such a good goddamn actor. These are two good actors being good at acting together, and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Have now, you seen... Um, I don't have, get why he can't visit. Like, she can just not come back, and, but he can, like, hang with her, but she can't take it. Right. She's too distraught. So... Uh, I like I was, this, though. I gotta go, too. One thing I was reading is that the way she's dressed in red, <laughs> and she's got that belt dangling down from her yeah it's supposed to be like represent liz's uh affectionate feelings towards hellboy she's connected to him throughout okay. the movie in color yeah they're both red so they're both connected but i like that whole thing where he's like yeah sure i gotta i, I gotta go too so bye <laughs> that's fine that you were walking away from me right now it's very cute man ron perlman uh, looks ron so perlman. awesome as hellboy yeah. like i can't 
Uh, I can't get over it. I'm like, that's fucking Hellboy. Yeah. He looks so close. I mean, as close as a human can look to actually looking like a human. I'm telling you, for real, when I see him, I'm like, God, this man. So voice. Ah, you know it'll kill me, don't you? Yeah. It's good shit. It's very noir. It's noir shit right there with, that they put in there, which, you know what? It goes. It goes. It slips right in there. God, that's like a Lawrence Campbell uh, Liz, like, it, right it, there. I know, uh, yes! God, I just like, yes. oh my god. Yes. She's, ah, she's Liz. Had Lawrence Fucking Campbell Selma Blair. Worked, um, had Lawrence Campbell even worked for um, uh, Hellboy? On I don't Hellboy? think so, no. He hadn't even done stuff yet. So they did talk about they added like muscle spasms. Yeah, yeah. That's like very subtle CG. Very that you seamless. Really... I would not have it actually even thought about that, but of course they can't do that unless they have some really expensive uh, like um, right. animatronics. So they they clean it up with CGI and make it look like his muscle is spasming and like seamless. Really good job. <laughs> this gross that monster is fucking... thing. You know the animatronics in this movie are fucking incredible. Yes, oh, the yes. practical effects. The practical effects, are the animatronics, so and the percent everything that they do with the um, the actual robots and like all the machinery that they build to make it look like it's moving and all that shit. Well, it is moving, but anyway, expertly done. Really incredible work. Looks fucking great. Yeah, shout out to Mike Elizonde. He's the spe- the makeup supervisor, special effects supervisor, and he was in charge of a lot of the practical effects on this show. That's one thing that I think we can all we I think we've all said at some point or another of like, you know, it's all just a big CGI hodgepodge mess. These and they don't people don't work on really cool animatronics anymore. And like, this movie had so much fucking rad animatronic shit in it. Yeah, and just fucking awesome. You know, people spend hours painting a prop and and adding slime to it and whatever, and it looks yeah. fucking good. Um, in that last scene, I love how serious Broom is, where yes. he's just like, "Find those eggs and yeah. destroy them." And yeah. He just walks off. He you know, he's just very job. like, John just Hurt. down to business. Don't you just love this 2004? I, I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. It, it's better than what they made the internet look like in the 90s. At least it looked plausible, right? <laughs> yeah, you know that's true. So, but they they blend everything with the CGI, and when you use CGI to blend, it's so good, and it's really good. Yeah, I mean, I always like it when they do a combination of CG and practical. Yes. I feel like CG yeah. is there to enhance, enhance. the practical. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some stuff you can't do practically, and you need CGI for, and that's okay. Yeah, uh, but I think that it's cool when you do a mix of it. I think that's rad. Like all the flames and that shit. That was a Obviously, great coming out of the sing. shadows that right was there. Yeah. Perfect. yeah, that, that was, was really cool. They did an awesome job with that. That was very, very good and ominous and cool. And she's got the little scar there. She was hit by the rock and all that. And he touches the scar and it makes her freak out. And that's good shit. But yeah, obviously when a person is on fire, you know, sometimes you can do a stunt person who is on fire. But some scenes don't allow for that. And you have to have some CGI fire. And that's okay. And it looks good. But there's some shit that it's like, you know, very Legolas jumping up onto an Ollie font uh. that you don't necessarily want. Actually, that, that, that Legolas jump doesn't bother me. It's one of the Hobbit where he's jumping up these falling Sure, stairs sure, sure. But you know what I mean. Me you know what I'm saying? So those are, I think those are Guillermo Navarro's kids, the ones that throw oh, the rocks wow. at Liz. <laughs> so, they were talking about that in the commentary. Oh, geez. So, you know, not to be crass or anything, but... These kids get what they got coming. Yeah, well, I don't uh, know if they deserve to burn alive. Del Toro says in the com- in the commentary that he was the subject of bullying a lot, right? And so he said yeah. that scene is a lot of him, sure, uh, 
re- reflecting on him being bullied. I like how as the fire kid. is so hot; it looks like it's pouring off of her. Oh yeah, yeah this is beautiful scene. These guys, man. I know it's really tragic. Like yeah. all these people get totally burned. Oh, I guess. Geez. I mean, the whole thing blows up. Jeez, man. God. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people being blown up. And it's tragic. Like, she can't escape. She's like, ah, I blew up my family. I blew up all these people. I keep blowing people up and I can't go anywhere else. Look at this shit. Jeez. What was the gag where he just eats a bunch of food? (laughs) I guess. Some high waisted. He's got the Pam cakes there. Pam cakes. Yeah. I think he's even going to say Pam cakes. Here we see him like. Uh, I love seeing that. It's like that. he's shaving, but he's yeah. got a belt sander. <laughs> Don't say anything about Liz, or I'll be mad. Because I'm in my early 20s, kind of. I guess, yeah. yeah. They talked about that this he set... He doesn't age the same way as people. Right. They talked about that this set smelled really bad because of all, all the, cats. the cats. Well, the cats Pushing were... Pushing pancakes. Yeah. Pushing pancakes. Well, the cats had a thing with their glands, I guess. But he was, uh, I, I said people, he's a people, Hellboy's a people. Yeah. He's a person. I just mean other people for the most part, I guess. Look at this guy. Man. Look at Abe. I mean, that is. Looks so good. That's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um, this, uh doing this effect for abe like made del toro just want to do another more you know what? amazing fish man <laughs> yes you know and he's like i'm gonna win more academy awards well, for another fish man story i recall him saying something like he's just the most beautiful creature he's just such a beautiful yeah, creature yeah. or something like that like he's just an amazing yeah. breathtaking creature or something like that and so i'm not surprised at all that there was a a movie that featured a guy that looked like that right i mean that's that's cool i think that's rad that you inspire somebody to do something like that i don't know about the like flowy wavy you know like his mannerisms or whatever Sure, which is cool it's cool and you would think i'm playing a fish guy i'm gonna be like a flowy fish man but it's like i don't know it would have been also cool to see like what if he was just acting like a regular guy but maybe that's the venture bros in me that's like wants it to be kind of ironic i don't know Oh, uh, no. I hate just fawning over Selma Blair's Liz. She's great. But Why God, do you hate? Why do you so hate good. fawning over Selma Blair's Liz? So I thought that was a funny I line where that. they say, well, it knocked out our Thorazine supply. Yeah, that's a good line. That's good shit. This is a medication used to treat certain mental mood disorders, such as schizophrenia, psychotic disorders, manic phase of bipolar disorder. And severe behavior. I'll knock out your Thorazine supply. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good line. No, Selma Blair is great. Fawn over Selma Blair is Liz because uh, she deserves it. She did a great job. Yeah. She has this line here, 60% of all women in the world are named Liz. I tried to look that up. (laughs) I love his response. He's like, my name's John. Because I get that constantly. Um, But... um, it's uh, for the U.S. only. It's interesting to see that Elizabeth has al- almost never fallen out of the top 25 since records have been kept. So Elizabeth or some version of Elizabeth has always been in the top 25 of all names. Um, Wait, since records have been kept in what? Um, 
society. In the U.S. Okay. That's what I said, yeah. Okay, I didn't catch that. Um, and then there was, I found a whole thread about this specific line, and somebody was like, maybe she meant every form of Liz, and they listed like, I don't know, 50 different versions right, of Liz, names Lizzie, that could be, Eliza. that could be, yeah, uh, hyphenated to Liz sure. or shortened Beth. to Liz. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Oh, the thing with the rubber bands we that we didn't mention, but she did a thing with the rubber bands. Oh, right. Yeah. I think they come back to that yeah, later, Yeah, they come too. back to that later. I actually knew a guy that would wear rubber bands like that. Sure. Pop them. Um, turned, out he was do- turned out he was doing it for um, oh, that's uh, a sympathy. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, some yeah. people do it for a coping mechanism, and that's fine to do, and uh, that's cool. No, this wasn't a good bloke. Ah, I see. <laughs> so, don't be a bad bloke then. Yeah. But yeah, we saw the the uh, the prosthetic um, animatronic hand there. Oh right, it popped up again. It's um it's seamless unless you are looking for it and yeah. you know what to look for, and then in which case we only call it out to appreciate how cool it was. This is weird. Yeah, so David Mari, he's the effects supervisor on Cronin. Yeah, and Del Toro loves all the little gears and clockwork, clockwork stuff. Hand. So they like incorporated all that into there. Yeah, yeah, it's almost not a Del Toro movie unless you've got a clockwork hand. And of course, he's got the scary eyes. You know, we actually yeah. see his face his later. Um, what he actually looks like without the mask, which we never actually see. This was the whole thing where, like, Del Toro was saying when he was a kid, his brother pulled off the thing right of a deal and he was freaking out because there was roaches on <laughs> again Hell- I... hellboy doesn't seem to be freaking out though he seems to be totally yeah. comfortable with it and, and fine with it because he's seen much worse obviously at that point yeah <laughs> um but i again i just love the relationship that they create between hellboy and abe yeah it's good we're like they're just not phased by anything. no they're bros too you know, he calls good. him doctor and stuff like that and abe is like we lead a charmed life <laughs> Um, yeah, Saint Dionysus, a little pinky. That's like a you know ah. classic relic. You know he's always got the little relics and different things. Safety of mankind. Ah, yeah, I love that too. Great delivery That's by David Hyde Pierce there. Yeah, and so I think this is like a mix of CGI and practical. That you know, looks I, like CGI to me, but yeah. it's, it looks like it's decently done. It looks, you know, okay. right. It holds up, is what I'm saying. Yeah, this looks like Abe, man. I mean, look it at does. him. He's it like really swimming does. through the water. I mean, yeah. God, that's so cool. It like to see like some it. of this, this come like to Abe. life. Yeah. Like even if it's not totally the version, it still looks amazing. Oh no, it looks dope like, as hell. Looks I'm the good. kind of person that yeah. I'm just like so thankful to see any of this like that. It looks good. Oh, see, I yeah. think this is real. Okay. Right. I think he's like sure. pretending that he's swimming. I like this line right here. He's like, what do you think about the the hair implants? And he's like, I'm thinking about doing it myself. <laughs> you know, be supportive of line. your bros. If you see your bros with hair plugs, you know what? Be supportive of your bros. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I like that. It, he, that's fine to do. And I feel like that's a Hellboy line. That's something that he would have said. Yeah, because he's got the whole thing going on. I like that. I like the thing with red and blue. Like oh that. right, yeah, cute. the little nicknames. I like that. Very yeah. cool. I like Clay. I like him. I think he's uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, Agent Clay is played by Corey Johnson. Okay, right on. This is so cool how it like cuts in between 
And then we're going to cut over to Clay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really like that, um, the way that they do these shots of them. And again, we get that theme of the labyrinth. You know, they're running through oh, all these yeah. tunnels and they're getting lost right. and they can't find each other and stuff like that. Here's like the little eggs and all that. It reminds yeah, me, you know, of the frog monster eggs and all that. I mean, they're definitely like yeah. chiming yeah, into all that. Up. Even though uh, I guess a lot of that stuff hadn't really happened yet. This is cool. This is a cool little... Yeah, he lost the charm there. The pinky of St. Dionysus. I should have looked that up. Oh, visually, wonder... visually, this movie is very striking in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, well, that's very... that's Del Toro right there. Yeah, but yeah. I think that Del... the fact that Del Toro was so taken with Mignola's work yeah. is like, ah, oh, real recognized, real. Like, we both are very good at visual interpretation in our art, and let's work together to make a cool, rad thing. Which is, you know, I love that. Um, I love this shot of Abe right yeah, here. Like yeah, where he's all Abe. injured or whatever, but like... And he's out of breath and he's like scared and it's, it's so real. Yeah. There's a great shot coming up where I was just like... I remember seeing this in the theater and I was just like, wow! Like it just yeah. looks really amazing they hide it, a lot of the cgi it, limitations with yeah. shadow which i think is yeah, yeah i think smart. it's this scene right here where i was just like wow this looks like a comic yes you know what I it mean? really like, does it looks amazing you it know really does. what they're able to do with the prosthetics yeah that's all practical effects so this is a great example of adapting from the comic books like the bprd shit never works yeah so these guys like yeah. they're like oh shit there's these monsters let's get this giant gun over here and then by the time uh, that they power it up it totally work. doesn't even. They have to do so many things to it. Look at this fucking right. gun over here. This is ridiculous. They're waiting for the lights to come on. It's dumb. Yeah. Why wouldn't you fire it up before you went over there See, anyway? I had that same thought. Like, why wouldn't you already had it right? <laughs> why don't you to walk go? over there and then fiddle with it? Hide, fuck with it, and when it's ready to fire, go run out and fire it. I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. They're red shirts, so what are you gonna do? Sure, and I guess that's the classic. You got to show the, you know, the, the threat of the monster, yeah. you know, ripping somebody up to make it real. Like, oh, this is we're in trouble. We're walking around a cistern. Look at the shadows yeah. on this. I mean, God, that looks so great. Oh yeah, it does. The color palette is good stuff too. Yeah, and just, like, all the little mechanics here. I mean, it, it is very Mignola, even though I, I this is where, like, uh, we're really getting a lot of the Del Toro stuff. I wonder who did these drawings. Yeah. I also wonder that. <laughs> so, they talked about, um, here's a great shot. Well, the CGI doesn't hold up that great, but. It, it's still really good it does right when here it's, where when it's look at this. brief and it's dark and I feel oh like that's, that's okay. awesome if it's brief and it's dark i'm okay with it yeah it's when they try to get to you know ex that scene, if this scene is too extended or if it's in like it's supposed to be fully lighted that i'm right. like eh, i don't know if that really holds up but a lot of this is so far is all right yeah so this is a great fight scene that we're going to get here between Jeez. hellboy and samuel and they just do so much with the practical effects. Yes. Um, it's yeah. really amazing watching good. the behind the scenes. A lot of this work um, is practical where they're like smashing out parts of the column. They couldn't use blood and stuff like that. So they used a lot of stuff like this with the coins flying around. And yeah. yeah. Stuff That's like great. that. Well, Ron Perlman talked about how he wanted to use a gumball machine. 
uh, <laughs> and the gumballs would be act yeah. standing right. Blood, but then they changed it into the phone. Right. It looks good though. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, all of this is practical where it like smashes this column right here. I like here. that you can tell that they did like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing with the prosthetics on the mouth where he's got his big yeah. gri- his grimace face and then like his, you know, yeah. typical Hellboy face and all that. <laughs> Unless that was really him able to make those faces, which is I don't know. I think he does a lot with those, you know, uh, with those with he's able to do know. a lot. I mean, that's another reason, shit. and that's another great reason to cast Ron Perlman is that he's done so much. Pro- so I want to talk about this. Yeah, where he rises out. This looks so great. Check out this oh, shot. Oh, that is so geez. cool. He does it again later. Yeah, but the way that he uses his body, especially yeah. with all the glass and God, that's uh, so cool. I just love the way that looks. Yeah, they do a good job with this. What shit. was I talking about? Sorry, you were talking about because prosthetics and. Ron Perlman's great. Oh well, yeah, oh, he's he yeah, he's a uh, he's day. he's adept at using the prosthetics yes. and being able yeah. to do a lot. I, I mean, as good as he is, I didn't know if it was possible for the prosthetics to stretch yeah. like that. But any, I love how the right case, hand, how he uses the right hand of doom yes. to kind of slow himself down. Um, this is so cool. <laughs> how many times have we? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a good gag. I How many love times that. have we seen our hero in this exact situation? Right. Yeah. Where he's he's up against it. Man, that ah, uh, semi-L prosthetics shrug. looks so good. God, he looks good. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh, he's got to save those kitty cats. Why is there a Get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they take, well, because somebody's got some kittens they're transporting. I love him somewhere. pulling the he tentacle the, tongue, yeah, the tongue or whatever. That is so great. And the little lines, no, first date, no tongue. That doesn't yeah. uh, look too bad either, which is yeah. surprising. It still kind of is fine. But um, I like the, whose job is it to uh, get the kitten safe grease and grease up the kittens oh. to make them look all <laughs> greasy? You know, you've got to get something. Oh, like something look at these babies! babies. You got to get something. I like how the eyes go yeah, wide right there. That looks good. That's all. That's all like a. They yeah. had two guys operating. Yeah, those that eyes thing. are actually. Yeah. Oh look, when he twirls, I think that's. How did they yes, do that? Man. You know what I mean? All the behind the scenes shit. Watch that shit if you have the time. Like, take the time to watch some of that because the uh, oh, cute baby. I love this shot. Yeah, where the he- yeah. he's got the right hand of doom, yeah, like cuddling the kitten. He's he's petting the kitten with the big giant finger. Um, the animatronics for the eyes are incredible to me. I didn't even know that technology existed to do that. Like, so they have the amazing. eye, and then they have the clear lens that goes over the it's eye, incredible. and then the eyelid. They're all three different parts. There's a bunch of stuff in the eye that moves, and uh, the tentacles yeah. and the eyes and the whatever, and the hand, and the... It's just... It's it's really amazing. If you're into stuff like that, it's you will not be disappointed. Yeah, and... Those guys it, that work on that, too, are like... They're like, yeah, it was tough, but, but we did it. And then when they told us they wanted this, we were like, oh, okay. And yeah. It's good shit. And it's a cool design, too. They make him asymmetrical, just kind of mm-hmm. like Hellboy. Mm-hmm. So they've got, like, I think three eyes on one side and two on the other, and one hand is different. One's a club, and the other one's a claw. Oh, watch or out. Something watch like out, that. Agent Clay. Watch out. Oh, Money. no. Yeah, I did feel bad about this yeah. when Clay gets killed. But you got to have somebody that you care about that dies, but not somebody that's too important to the yeah. team. So it's got to be this guy, I guess. Oh no! He's got the sand coming oh, out of him. No. That's from the. That's not from the comic, no. right? That's that's made up for the thing. Yeah. 
Oh no. Clay just keeps stabbing Jeez. him over and over and how he just like keeps shooting even though he's getting stabbed like that kind of uh there's something very emotional about that. Yeah, we like this guy. Yeah, Clay was pretty cool. What yeah, we don't how- like his clockwork Nazis. Uh, no, clockwork we don't Nazis. like we that. We don't like that <laughs> at all. This oh, is so weird. On. This weird wiggle thing that he does right here. Look at this. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. Yeah. He's upset about this one. God, Ron Perlman looks amazing. Ron Perlman's amazing. His performance is good. Yeah, and... Which is, you know, for you... I mean, again, like... I don't know. It's just uh I feel like that's exceptional. He he uh really makes it serious for that part yeah. of the scene. You know, he's all joking around. Yeah. Oh, but we gotta talk about this. The beret is back, the baby. Yeah. It's back, Liz. baby. She had a beret Coming like in back. um Wake the Devil, I think, and Seed of Destruction, She's and then we didn't really see it a whole lot. But I love that Del Toro like put that it they in put the her comic. In it, yeah. yeah. Well there wasn't very many there weren't very many depictions of Liz in general there wasn't a lot of liz content to work from yeah and the first time we see her she's got a beret on so right put and, her in it and someone someone blair did talk about that, yeah. that oh, there oh, wasn't yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of liz material at the time not as much as there is now so she was kind of like going on her own a little bit but it totally lines goober. up i mean it totally works look at this goofball yeah idiot. he's like whoops i want to hear the taxi driver go like get in the fucking car yeah. what yeah, are y'all like, doing out there <laughs> i'm surprised the taxi driver didn't stop yeah seriously maybe it's just a bpr i think that guy, was but... a scene that was also cut for the theatrical version mm. sure because of that guy is intolerable so Doug Jones is actually in the suit right there. That's Jeez, not just like a mannequin. He's actually in there. That's dedication. Um, and here's classic Abe in the tank. Uh, you know, man. we've had to have Abe in the yeah. tank before in the comics. Manning. Mm-hmm. Like a, cigarette. Like a, a lot of cigar smoking, I mean, in this movie. Yeah. Abe looks like Luke Skywalker in Empire Strikes Back in the back to tank. There you go. It does. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> here's something. Have we seen Liz fire up a single cigarette? No, I don't think and that she was, smokes in this movie. That was like her telltale signature thing. That was like her signature Liz thing where she would have a cigarette and light it up with her finger and then be smoking it. Right. And that was yeah. like her whole iconic deal. And like, we don't see that one time. Even without that, we're still like, oh, she's a great Liz. True. Yeah, no, so. I'm just, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of cigar smoking. But then like for someone who like that's her whole deal, she doesn't do it one time. I'm okay with that, though. Sure, sure. Yeah. And that was in the comic. I mean, they had had some of that. I wonder also if it's like um, with the rating, if they can only put so many people smoking. Right. Like, you can't have, like, every single person, like, lighten up. So why would you have the one person whose deal, whole deal it is to do that? Because she's already going to be smoking later. Ah! ah gotcha well it could also be different rules between cigarettes and cigars you know i think you might be right i think you might be right was that like a whole thing with wolverine in the comics they had a whole deal with that or something (laughs) no that that was uh, yeah it's a good scene they had a marvel comics at the time put out an edict that they didn't want any of their characters smoking any smoking at all okay and then when they got bought by disney they nixed smoking in movies he couldn't do it at all right 
Okay. Right on. We should bring up the fact that Manning lights up a cigar in what's essentially is a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Also, I, if you've recently quit smoking, congratulations. If you're thinking about it, you can do it. Yes, you can. We believe in you. I, I got it for two years recently. Congratulations, Aubrey. We're really proud yeah. of you. Thank you. That's hard work, and we're glad you did it. Thanks for doing it, man. Thank you. I love how oblivious Hellboy was in that last scene where he's like, you did it. Yeah, you did it. He's so psyched. Ron Perlman was so fucking psyched. That was hilarious. So one thing I didn't notice um, at initially, and they pointed out in the commentary, was she's in this like fireproof room or something. Uh, you see, see, that's like, are they asbestos walls or something the like piles that? Or... might be like a special or kind of something fire clay. right you know or yeah. something there's like, a lot of material that is yeah. that is can withstand high temperatures so i would hesitate to say that they put her in an asbestos room right and this whole thing you know if that's your deal then that's cool uh what so whatever your deal is with your th- current therapy you know best of luck this whole thing with the note uncrumpling was the angsty yeah the angsty love struck note writer Amazing. Well, we don't actually see what the note says. I know, but, he's but I like, love it. He's like, yeah. uh, what does he say right Kitty. here? What's a good word for it's need? <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about this a little Too bit. Needy. What do you what do you think of the Hellboy Liz relationship? Sure. You know, that is something that definitely they added from the comic in the commentary and behind sure. the scenes. Del Toro, he talks about the scene. Kicking the notes like as though he could hide any of right. them. They're covering the floor. Uh, but I think Del Toro talks about that scene. I think it's from Almost Colossus where Hellboy and Kate are talking about Liz. Uh-huh. And Hellboy says, no one dies until I say so or yeah. something like that. And so Del Toro kind of took that in his own way and, you know, kind of put this angle on it. Sure. Um, I don't know. I mean... I'm not a huge fan of it, and I've said that for a while, right. but like when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, fun. this is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's I, different. They're different I feel people. two ways about it. It's yeah. They're different people in this movie, so it's a different dynamic, and the other characters' dynamics to them are different because they're also different characters, so in this universe, it's like, yes, this is the obvious thing to do, but in the comics, everything's different, so... Yeah, that didn't happen. It didn't play yeah. out that way. So, I mean, that's... I think this is a CGI, a CGI hand, hand, right here. Oh, yeah, hand and, and Red Bull can. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually okay with the Liz Hellboy thing from the movie. because Only, I guess, because I saw it first. But I think it would be weird to see it in the comics. Well, and you recognize yeah. that it's a different thing. I mean, it's all different shit. It were. It, it's fine. So, what did you think about this um, unveiling of Cronin? You know, like, I'm we never see his it. face in the comic. I don't like to look at gross What do you things. think about this idea that he's, like, all surgically this, messed himself up? He's one fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's very horrifying, honestly. I mean, I think if you're going to have a take on it, that's the take to have. You know, if he's hiding something under that mask, then make it something that is truly, like... I cut off all my lips and my own eyelids and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but if you were, if something happened to you against your will, like you got acid thrown on you, you know what? We love you and that's fine. Sure. Like he did that sure. to himself, which is different. I right, think that's what yeah, we're yeah. saying is that he cut himself right, up, which right. is like, don't do that to yourself. Don't do it. John Hurt. Yeah, John Hurt. Yeah. Oh, so those oh, got, like, fairies there's the fairies. Yeah. Ugh, don't do that. Don't put fairies in a jar. Leave them in the clover fields where you found them or whatever. 
what if they were already dead? Oh, well, I guess that's fine. Then, then you're a scientist preserving specimens at that point. Bringing some more piles of food to Hellboy. But that's got to be, you know, like, you're not allowed to pick up feathers and stuff on the ground, like, of So check this out. There's a poster right here of Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's another Dark Horse character. And there's also been a crossover with Hellboy and Ghost. We covered that on one of our Halloween crossover episodes. I like how he says, not again, like he's busted that wall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's got to cost a lot of money. Why would they put him next to an elevator shaft anyway, if that keeps happening? They've got to have just contractors just on standby. Yeah, they've got to just be com- like, like you know how you have like a, just a lawyer that's right. just uh, on retainer. Yeah, on retainer. Marvel's version they've of like have damage contractors control or whatever yeah. on retainer to just fix that shit every single time. What if he punches through a load bearing wall? Like, come on, man, that's fucked up. But also, don't put someone in a safe. That's not cool either. So I like how he's like, what are you guys talking about that's so fascinating? They're talking about him. Right. They're literally yeah. talking about him, um, which I think is a fun little, Don't like, stalk people. Don't stalk them. Yeah. Don't stalk people even if you're interested in them romantically. That's not cool to do. Don't do it. Yeah. But also Myers is a, is a geek. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little nerd. Not like him. Myers. I think he does a good job. No. I think he's fine. No, yeah. we don't like Myers. But I, you know, the character though. I'm they... not saying the actor is bad at acting. I'm saying that I don't like the character. <laughs> I don't like the concept of this character. Like I said, I, I would have been fine with him had they killed him off at the end. Sure, but or even earlier, even like before this, you know, like a like a sacrificial BPRD <laughs> agent. Uh, right. This is kind of a weird. Uh, I don't like yeah, if they all. had killed him, we would have all been like, oh, no. But, like, yeah. She takes it black. He knows how she likes her coffee. I think that's very cute. Yeah. I don't think stalking is cute, to be clear. Do not do that. Yeah. But I think it is very cute that he knows how she takes her coffee. And he doesn't. And I think that's, like, a whole thing. I like that. She took his, I, he says she took his picture four times. So, yeah. And he says it a different way every time. And it's brilliant. Well, I was going to talk about this a little bit. Because when I was watching the movie, I remember when I watched this in the actual theater. Mm-hmm. And when it got to this part, I was like, okay, this is what they're doing with Hellboy. You know what I mean? Like, I sure. was like, okay, I get it. He's like a teenager. He's a goofy. And he's like, yeah, love struck and all this kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, I kind of, I hadn't read a ton of Hellboy, but I didn't really kind of see the character that way. And, I don't know. I was no, able, yeah, look at that and baby. I kind of like reconciled with it, where I was like, "All right, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this." Yeah, you, know you got to kind mean? of look at these yeah. babies. Look at all these cute, sweet, lovely pigeons and doves that they've got over here hanging out. Um, yeah, like it's a campy, cutesy scene, and it is what it is. So as long as we are watching this, let's go ahead yeah. and, and dive into that. Um, I like that Ron Perlman can say the same line four times and have it yes. be different each time and also like land and work like he's it's like that uh it's like that gif of um Hellboy and the kid, that is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's always good Look with kids and babies. I like the little scene. Sock monkey, Sock that's monkey. a reference. That's another comic book reference um that Del Toro wanted to put in there. I do love that little kid. Like most kids in superhero movies, so are annoying. annoying but yeah. but he's when not. he's like, "You're yeah. Hellboy." He's like I love that. He's I think it's really good. Yeah, a rare example of a kid being cute and not annoying in a movie. I was gonna say there's a gif of Tom Hiddleston saying a line where you can see like eight emotions, 
at oh, once right. going on and like i feel like you know when he says tell me yes or yeah something like that <laughs> and right? i yeah. feel like when ron perlman is doing that scene like you can kind of it's yeah it's good right show. it's good it's earnest it's not i'm never like for some reason i'm never nothing ever takes me out of his performance i'm in his performance the whole time when he's Hellboy, no matter how ridiculous it gets. Yeah. Which I think is a testament to his acting skills. This is creepy and horrible. I'm not going to look at it. I love how the sheet, I'm like, you know, it. he's stepping on it and it pulls back and they kind of don't show it. Nope. Like, it's less is more, you know what I mean? Like That is uh, true. Maybe that's why it's so horrible. They really do a good job. Yeah, that might be why it holds up so, so well. Scary. Um, the this eyeballs aren't super great right here, uh-huh. but, like, yeah, it's still... There's a little clockwork, all that stuff going on, the little gears and everything. It's so intricate. Again, if you're disfigured, we love you, and that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is that this guy is, he did all this to himself, and he's a Nazi, and he's horrible, and we don't like him. Yeah, he's a Nazi monster. He's a Nazi monster, yeah. He's not a monster because of how he looks, he's a monster because of what he did. Yeah, but you know, like, all this, you know, Broom is about to get confronted by Cronin, and Hellboy's out here, like, you know, obsessing over... Liz took this guy's picture. Well, and or spying on her without <laughs> yeah. her knowledge, which is creepy. Don't do that. But also, I think it's part of it. Like without that, if he wasn't doing that, uh, it would be cute that he, like, you know, yeah. Like, ah, look at this guy. He thinks he's gonna do all this, but it's not. You ever? I never. Did you ever use this move? You ever no. do the yawning Yawn move? move? No, because I don't need to do <laughs> shit like that. I love this performance by Rupert Evans when he gets hit with a rock. He does such a good job of looking like he just got hit in the head by a that rock. That is actually true. It's and I really love that. awesome, that's, and it made me laugh so hard good the first piece time. Of I saw comedy it. there, yeah, that's good shit. <laughs> that's very satisfying, actually. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Where he looks to see if he's bleeding. That is so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, this little tantrum he throws. Who threw that? Uh, I love don't, how they peek don't out. Peek out. <laughs> Hide. It's funny. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Why is this child on a roof with a glass, a full <laughs> glass of milk? Well, he he brought Hellboy a plate of milk, uh, plate of cookies, cookies and milk. the size yeah, yeah. of a dinner plate. Hey, those are those homemade cookies. Yeah, man. those are. Don't yeah. uh, don't don't shame those. No, they look good. I'm saying. This is so ominous. You just see this guy coming down. You're like, oh. I love how Broom is like, oh, I see the puppet, but where's the puppeteer? Like, he's just like, he's hardened at this point. You know, he's seen so many stuff. He's kind of like, well, whatever. But he's not all scared. You know what I mean? No, I mean, he's already on his way out anyway. Yeah. Oh, I guess you're right. Right. He's, you know. Yeah. I do not like this, like. I have a red tie and an Armani suit. No, this is Rasputin. Like get, he's supposed to be imposing, not a fucking dweeb. I don't always. He looks like a dweeb. Summon the apocalypse, but when I do, yeah, I'm dressed in the nineties. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's dressed like a nineties boy. Just give him like intimidating Rasputin wizard clothes. I don't need this, like. Eastern European look. I think he does an alright job. Carol Roden, that's the name of the actor that plays if Rasputin. If the apocalypse is so happening, look at this. this looks oh my amazing. God. This so... looks amazing. First of all, this is an incredible shot and it looks very ominous and scary. But if the apocalypse is happening... But this is like newspaper- hell on earth, man. If the you know? apocalypse is happening... This is news- end of days If the right apocalypse here. is happening, newspapers are not being printed. 
about the apocalypse. That's not. I love this effect with the crown, like how it's like it only is illuminated by. I don't even know how to explain that, but it looks incredible. It's the negative space in the flames creating the shape of the crown, which looks really good. And of course, he's got the right hand and the horns all. And yeah, the the buildings. And like you said, it's right out of the comics. I mean, the, the tentacles and the clouds and everything. I mean, that looks incredible. It's beautiful. And terrifying and, yeah yeah but the the newspaper that says the apocalypse takes me right out of it. <laughs> well no it actually made me think about how like uh hell on earth lasted for like a long time and people were just refusing to accept that you know the apocalypse was a you know what that's true yeah that's true but no you're right i saw it when i was watching this the other day i was like well that's silly the rest of the shot looks incredible though i mean that's something straight out of nightmares that i have had so i love it Maybe maybe Rasputin put that newspaper in there just so sure. we know what you're looking at. We know at, what we're looking right? at. There He's you go. Like, I, I altered this. In case for you. you weren't clear that this is the apocalypse <laughs> by looking at the fact that it's apocalyptic, well, let's put a newspaper in there that says the apocalypse. Yeah. Not not not. God, this suit and tie. Just give him a wizard's robe. I do not get that. At least he doesn't have those fucking sunglasses on. Well, it's to hide his no eyes. Yeah. But That's again, what I'm but he has, uh, Broom so goes he out of badass. He's just like, all right, I'm ready. It's cool. Yeah. Do what you're going to cool do. cool with it. Yeah, this is so messed up, man. No. I also love this song. So for it to be playing yeah. over this scene is very creepy. Yeah. I actually wow. sincerely do like this song. So it's weird that this is going on. And he's over here fucking around instead of being there. Right. You know, which is a whole deal. Well, to be fair, I mean, you don't expect uh, Nazi clockwork Nazi to pop up to murder your, your dad. Uh, sure, in your house. Right. Sure, yeah. Let that be a lesson. Don't go stalking. <laughs> don't go stalking your love. Interest. I like how he's been talking to this kid the entire time, and then at the end of it, he's like, "You're nine. What do you know?" He's like, "Well, you've been asking him for advice. You've been talking to him about this." Yeah. Yeah, but that's how he knows it hits the fan because yeah. all the BPRD agents show up for Liz. Oh man, it's ten fifteen apparently. What do you mean? There's a big old clock. Oh okay. Oh. Huh. Or maybe I can't tell time. What time was it? <laughs> well, I just saw the the numbers for the. Uh... You know, they drop and they're, oh, they're processing evidence and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, he's just walking in the middle of a fucking crime scene and be like, listen, I'm going to disrupt this whole deal for a dramatic effect, so move out I of mean, my way. Just dad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and again, I mean, I think that this, just like you said earlier, built the foundation for, you know, what they would go on and expand in the comic Well, books. that's my, that's what I wonder is if that is the case. Yeah. Um, so that's um that that's interesting that um it wasn't really going on as much and then later it was after this movie. So that shot cool. with the umbrellas was so cool. We yeah. get a lot of that. Yeah. We get a lot of that in superhero movies, I think. But this was 2004. Why is Myers, uh, like the lead pallbearer of this man's funeral, he just fucking met the guy. Yeah, I was wondering that. That too. is so fucking dumb. He should be on the sidelines. That is stupid as hell. Well, Myers was specifically chosen by Broom, and he said that he was uh, that he was pure of heart. Certainly, a man like Broom would have Banana. met so many different people in his life. There yeah, would be a the... bunch of guys in line to be the pallbearer. Oh, look at this! I'm on a rooftop in the rain at my dad's funeral on the set bowl. Yeah, but I do love the score by 
Beltrami, especially yeah. right here. Yes. You know, um, on the 4K and on the Blu-ray version, there is a score-only version that you can watch that is just the isolated score huh. for the entirety of the movie. I know you can also get the score online. There's like a super cool red vinyl that I've been trying to, <laughs> you know, every time I try to like look for a cheap copy of it. But no, the score is good and... Uh... I love was uh, an angsty, angsty boy on yeah. the rooftop in the rain. There. That was a cool shot, and they established, oh, yeah. you know, the rosary. So the rosary, he put it down right before he was killed. Then we saw Hellboy with it there, and they're going to tie it into the climax I'm of the movie. I'm a smart boy. I've got a Rubik's cube. Not well, he smart. says in uh, in three decades, I've only completed two signs. <laughs> I, I just find that hilarious. Where it's like people can do it in like three seconds. Yeah. Sure, yeah. There's people that can do that just instantaneously. They do like two at a time or whatever. But I love this Liz and Abe scene, mm-hmm. you oh, know, mm-hmm. and yeah. um, Del Toro even calls it out on the commentary. He even says, I think in the comics, there is more of a Liz Abe than there is a right. Hellboy Liz. But I wanted and, my hair uh, to have a, you know. And I, I really like this scene. I think yeah, it's just it's like, cute. you know, they have a connection um, and they draw on that, even if it's only for one portion of the movie. Yeah, I dig that. That's good. You know, um, I guess it's been like, well, I guess the last time I watched this movie was right before we started the podcast, but um, I forgot that Abe isn't in this part of the movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen this movie like once, and it was a very long time ago, like 12 years ago or something. Oh, we watched it like a couple days ago, too, though. To kind yeah, of, to kind of be yeah. ready for the commentary and to, for I was trying to do some notes. Look at this fucking guy. So it's like he's going to the club. This was another, I do not like it. This was another scene that was cut out of the theatrical version. God. And so this establishes them trying to Ilsa's get that good, the relic that they're going to use. I love how they have to like burn this seal away. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, and stuff that's like dope. that to get on it. It also looks good, but I don't know, Rasputin like he's a he's a apocalypse wizard. Don't dress him like this. Right. So would this be like the uh... This is Nazi treasure. Tunguska, this this Tunguska uh, thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Wouldn't these be like the the Russian equivalent to the BPRD, the uh, SS? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And they have all the relics. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, So just like Danielle said, they related to the Tunguska event. Is it Tunguska or Tunguska? Tunguska. I don't know. Um, And we've actually talked about this before in the comics. They've uh, related something else to it. But that was a massive explosion that occurred in russia and for a long time they didn't know like what caused the explosion Mm. so apparently in this version like that thing fell from the sky that rock that they got and that's what caused that's like some lore that i like some they're incorporating their own their own historical fiction which i like about that yeah yeah that's that's pretty sweet i dig that yeah, and these shots are just amazing. I love that yeah, transition from in the briefing room to the window good. and then out into the hallway to Liz. It was good. really great. Cut my own hair in the psycho war. I look pretty cute. I like in uh, the special features, it shows um, Guillermo del Toro and, and Mike Mignola going over the design that goes up his arm and how Mignola yes. designed it on a figure of Hellboy just Absolutely. threw that on there. And oh, right. Yeah. They handed Mike Mignola a Hellboy like figurine and said, draw the shit on here. And he drew it on there. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, yeah. That's cool. It's the old school big blast Hellboy figure. You see Mike Mignola drawing great. on it. In the I mean, behind I like the scenes. it. I think it looks super dope. God, look how great he looks. And yeah. the, you know, I mean, because they have to do extra stuff when he has his shirt off. You know, they have to do a whole extra yeah. thing with the prosthetics mm-hmm. and 
It is just flawless. And this performance right He's here is so good. How, I mean, how you could be so sincere. And this so part right good. here where he's like, do wish I could do this. something about yeah. God. That is so. It makes me want to cry. Like, I something in my chest. Something yeah. happens. And, and it's like, he's wearing this ridiculous fucking red makeup yeah. and prosthetics. But he's still, the performance comes through. I always look this good. And That's a great line. Yeah. I love her reaction, too. She's kind of like, yeah. she can't help but smile, even though it's serious. Yeah, it's good stuff. <clears throat> Apparently, Del Toro said that line to his wife. Yeah, um, I'll always look this good. So well, that yeah, she she uh, complained about the way he dressed all the time, and he's like, <laughs> "Promise her, I always look I'll this always good. look this good." Yeah. <laughs> No, it's very cute, and the performance was so sincere. And I love and the plane with the VPRD logo on the shit. side. I just get hyped about stuff like that, it looks man. Good. But the fact that he can make you feel something through all of that is, um, yeah, I think that's really you know um, significant. I also like how he calls uh, Samuel Sammy. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good here too. Look yeah. at this. Here's another introduction of a cumbersome BPRD. They call ah, it the, the Vulcan. Vulcan. So the Vulcan is a reference to the comics, um, but it's got this timer, and then you got to pull the safety pin. And we're gonna see later they can never get it to work. Easy. Even the bad guys, <laughs> even when the bad guys get a get one of them, they can't get it to work. And let's also point out that Hellboy lit up a cigar on a plane. Yeah. He sure did. <laughs> A lot of people smoking in the wrong areas. That's true. <laughs> Sparky. I love that. This was apparently Ron Perlman's first day of filming. Oh, wow. Um, this scene right here. And so this whole scene that we're going to see coming up is beautiful. It was filmed in Prague in an actual cemetery. And so there was an actual cemetery. And then there was a part that they built onto the cemetery. Um, so And so they were able to like seamlessly put them together oh wow you know i i love snow in movies but yeah not i mean it's not okay in real life <laughs> no that is true <laughs> it is gross and horrible here's another shot life. that was framed by mignola that, so look at this look at that. as if you had to say anything this is a mignola shot i mean incredible that's all 100 yeah. percent mignola man this 4k is beautiful it just looks amazing <laughs> Manning right here talking about what Aubrey was talking about here. It's gross. I hate it. It's no good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah snow is no good. Yeah. And Manning is Manning's just whining. <laughs> right. Yeah. He does such a good job here as Manning. Yeah. I mean, uh, Jeffrey Tambo, you know, he's just doing a great job. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but Manning is such a whiny, whiny yeah. guy. <laughs> you need that, though, in contrast to all these. Uh, yeah. He looks good, man. So, like, there's the real cemetery, and then I think this part is the part that they built onto it. I see. Which okay. is, like, right next to it. You know what I mean? And so, that's pretty cool that they were able to do that. Like, here's a part that we can fuck with. That's right. next to an actual real cemetery. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that's really cool that they were able to incorporate some actual, you know, sets. Awesome. Classic Hellboy. So in the um, oh, shit. in the commentary, Mignola said this is the amulet from the Batman Starman Hellboy. Dope. Oh, nice. Yeah, looks good. So we read that on one of our Halloween crossover episodes that was as a well. Mignola shot right there. I, oh I yeah, feel. 
And so this is straight out of the corpse, right? Yep. The Mignola short story. This was an animatronic, and it, uh, when they were when they had it on the workbench and they were moving it around, I was like, "Nope, nope, I can't look at this. I, <laughs> look I at this. Look at I mean, it. look at the snow and everything. I mean, God. Out of context, it is so creepy and horrible. Yeah, it is awful. And I think that's a testament, though, to the great work that they did. They did a very good job with it. I it's, remember. Looks uh, incredible. Uh, right after I saw this movie the first time, I remember I was talking with you about it, John. I was just like, man, I really love that scene with that corpse guy. And you're like, oh, that's yeah. so straight from the comics. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great story, too. Yeah. Out of context in a modern setting is dreadful. You but know, In the movie, uh, it works. It looks really good. So we just finished reading Hellboy, The Lost Army. It's a novel. And in there, one of the characters is a decapitated head. And the spinal column like moves around. They oh, talk about right, it a right, lot. Right. And this has the the spinal column moves around too. Um, it, you see it kind of hanging out of the back there, and the part of the animatronic like made it wag and stuff like that and move around. So anyway, I thought that was a yeah. It reminded me of that book, and also just a nice little gruesome yeah. detail. Just all the different muscles in his what face I- and everything. That it's just God. It's just fucking man. When I was watching, uh, I was watching the uh, a digital copy of this, like because uh, I bought the movie and it came with both of them. Uh, it didn't have any subtitles for Ivan here when I was watching it. <laughs> oh, so you you just heard like a Russian, yeah, right on. creepy voice talking. Jeez. Well, I mean, I, I knew that he was insulting him and all that, but it's just sure. like it's like, oh, we're missing all the fun jokes. <laughs> I think this is practical too, right? I love spiked yeah. walls when the spikes come down that close in on you. I love yeah. that. They found a clever, like aesthetically pleasing way, where like they're triangles and they fold down. Yeah, I've never seen spiked walls that actually are aesthetically pleasing and beautiful <laughs> before, so I was very, I like this. Oh yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> so they got to split up the team now. I love that is a good way to do it. Though. I love the trope of the spiked walls. I dig that. Yeah, I love the mausoleum. Yeah, and I mean, um, talk about talking about the comic adaptation, the Mignola pacing, where you would just cut over to like some weird relic or a sure. weird relief or something like that. Yeah, I feel like they do a good job of translating that effect as they're kind of walking through all oh, of this. Geez. We get all some really cool shots. Man, Hellboy with the corpse on his back and everything. Man. That looks amazing. I mean, look at this. God. I had legs that kicked your ass. Hold, hold on to this rotting, talking corpse for me, he says. Probably not the he's, first time. Sure. That guy looks used to it, too. He just takes it. Yeah, he's just like, okay, Hellboy. Like, All right, I got it. I wonder if we could say, like, maybe that's Vaughn. Maybe that's this versions of this version of uh, this universe of Vaughn or whatever. But he's about to get killed anyway, so mm. maybe we just want to make him like a a, a random Some red, shirt. red shirt. Yeah. <laughs> this is great, though. I do love this. Where you know, there's like the power struggle between Manning and yeah. Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in charge. Oh, Out of the two yeah. of us, who looks like they're in charge, though? Honestly, like I would, I would have. Wait, so that guy's name what? is Lime. <laughs> oh, what was his name? Lime. Oh, right, I forgot about that. So that's another thing that I read in the commentary. All of them have Earth-based names. All the agents. Jeez. 
Mm -hmm. Lime, moss, quarry, clay. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And I dig Myers that. And Myers is yeah. like mired. Yeah, like, I, I dig that. Yeah. I would say if I had just shown up to this situation and it was these two guys and you had to decide who was in charge, I mean, <laughs> I think it would be pretty obvious who was actually in charge. I love this uh, this trope of like, I'm trying to run off this thing before it crumbles. Yeah. They do like a good job with that with Hellboy sure. here. Yeah. Oh, here comes the giant hammer. Oh, no. Ew. Hellboy. You know, that's the kind of trap you can only use once because you can't reset that. Right, no. there you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. These guys have their own contractors on retainer. Yeah. I always, I felt like this was a little nod to Indiana Jones where he sure. like, pulls the tail through oh, at the yeah. last minute like jeez. that. You know, Kind of like when he grabs his hat right, the or something. The hand looks good. Yep. The right hand yeah. looks good. So one thing I was reading in the trivia is like the uh, studio originally wanted to either make Hellboy a normal person that turns into a demon when he gets angry. Oh my god! Or, or just like a normal human but came from hell. No. And Del Toro's like, no, we're not doing any of that shit. Come on. What opera is this? Do we know? Does, do we know? Does anybody know? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I would like to know that opera this is they've got the uh the thing there with the uh what thing there that thing there the phonograph yeah yeah, yeah with the deal with, with like the horn and all that grandma gramophone, gramophone there you go yeah that's a lovely aesthetic I like the gears and shit <laughs> he's like oh it went really deep and then cronin cuts him i like his reaction where he's like hey. what's the matter with you what's wrong with you is like this dude's trying to kill you man yeah, he's not he's, used to being in the field. He doesn't understand that this is what he's like. All the so little chunks shocked. of rock flying off. That's yeah. such a cool effect. I'm surprised that he can cut any of it, honestly. I didn't think that would be possible. Like, right. what is that made of? Is it made of hell material? I like where he just grabs him right here. He just like starts punching him in the head. It's so With cool. With regular hand, he grabs these blades. Yeah. And he's just not fucking around anymore. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I like your ass is mine yeah, better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's a great line. It's not oh, good when the guy that just got laugh. his ass kicked is laughing. Yeah, you don't want that. Such a creepy, creepy sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Fucked up that gramophone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what about your record player, man? No, that was an uh, antiqu. That was an antiquity. So, so is he? He can put it back together. Uh, so like his little bravado things, like this fucks him up right here because he could have already just yeah, cut it. Yeah, why is he just? But like, he's got to like do his little fancy stuff first. Wave the swords around and that uh uselessly. Now that gets you. That's what's gonna get you because here comes Hellboy. He's going to get and you. He's spinning the swords around when he could just be like yeah. literally cutting something in a fraction oh, of a second. Oh, that's how they got you. I, I love how all the sand is coming out and stuff like that. Impale every dumb. I love Nazi. this. He's like, we're not going to we're not going to fuck around here. No. So I think it's a cool effect as he drops it. It's all it. for you. Oh, that's a great uh, comic line. It's a Hellboy thing. You see how the gear kind of adjusts? Yeah, like it kind of, I didn't like that. That's a That was a cool <laughs> effect, uh, He throws man. a tiny gear. He throws yeah. a tiny gear in. That's good. So this is actually when I one scene I really do like of Manny, and uh, he's correct. You know, a uh, cigar does taste better a with a wooden match. match. Yeah, that's cute. But d did he just put Hellboy's lighter in his pocket? Yeah, Hellboy's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like later. Where's my lighter? Well, you don't want to use that. 
But I think it's also a lot of this is Ron Perlman's performance too, the yes. way he looks at him and yeah. he, as he's lighting it for him and stuff like that. It's a great like moment. That. That's good. Yeah. That's nice stuff. Because he's not, you don't want Manning to be a totally shitty guy. You want them to reconcile and have a new understanding, and I think that's good shit. Yeah, I agree. That's dope. But yeah, kill, kill every Nazi, so that's good. Kill them all. I'm trying to look for this uh, opera all the Nazi song. Gold Let's see if I can find down it. And use it for other shit. So it might be something that was from the composer Marco Beltrami. It's a it's a track by him called Cronin Lied. Oh, so it's actually not like an like an old opera. It's that's like something dope. that was made for the soundtrack. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Now I really want to get a copy that's of that absolutely... score just to have that song in it. That would that's be great. really cool. That's interesting. Um, it's super annoying that Myers is like, I want to talk about this whole relationship kind of thing. Look at the way these gears are lit. Oh, so that good. That is good shit. Yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Oh, yeah. No, well, you. Liz is all like, Wait, you want to talk about this now? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, uh, this is inappropriate. I don't know if we're. Uh, this is the best time or. I mean, you so need to stay focused. This is really incredible because they've Glowing got the practical eggs. and the CGI yeah, semi-Ls there. Around. And they have to make them be able to be comparable on screen to each other. So, right, right. If you know, you've got a practical effect and a CGI effect, yeah. you want it to blend. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they do a good job with that. I mean, for the time. Again, for too, the time. Uh, yeah. We're talking about 2004. For the time. 2004. But here's this dude trying to get the grenade contraption to work and. Yeah, it's totally not going to work. No. That's classic BPRD. Shit does not work. I love this, too, how Hellboy just bashes through the floor. Have we seen him do that in the comic once? Did he, just, did he do that once or something? He does a lot of bashing. Maybe? So. Yeah. The Maybe odds I'm thinking are, of something different. The odds are with you. I yeah. Think, on that. By the time he controlled that little knob on the thing, like, he's already dead. Those bullets ain't going to do anything, Myers. I was also reading the trivia. That's a fake gun. You can tell because there's no moving parts to it. Oh, (laughs) okay. So, Del Toro and Mignola took a lot. That's where he rises again. That's what I was talking about. Uh, Such a cool shot. Um, You don't want these little guys. But... They talked about um, they really wanted to pay tribute to Ray Harryhausen. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. And so this is their version of that. And this is also mixing practical Ron Perlman with CGI Ron Perlman. Um, and they wanted to get Harryhausen to do the film. Oh, wow. But he said it was too violent. Ah, I see. So, you know, they just kind of... So there's a lot of wide panels where there's not a lot of... You're watching the action in one panel instead of a lot of, a lot of quick shots. Right, uh, right. Shots. So that's like um, paying tribute to that style. That's cool, though, because that is a dope-ass style that is excellent. So apparently Mignola contributed this line, you should be running. The um, way she delivers it, though, is fantastic. And I love that not, line, too. Yeah. I really love that. The way like she looks at him and she's like, yeah. yeah oh, man. It's so very cool. understated. It's very, it's very quiet. It's yeah. very... It's cute. Yeah. It's badass. <laughs> he should be running, but he just trips and falls. He goes behind a rock. <laughs> I do like how horrified he is with himself that he has to do that or whatever. Right. Oh, now I here, love the way the water just yeah steams up around she's her. She's doing yeah. a great job, so do not take this. But it's she's. It's almost like she's holding uh, something in her hands, and then the fire shooting out of her 
like the trunk of her as opposed to I don't know. It's just not the way. Uh, like uh, right. if you're like a fire person who's shooting fire, I guess it's that's like pretty. A, that's kind of like it Liz, looks good. It looks good. Liz it's right just there. um. Yeah. I like that it's, I mean, it's a different take on right. it, and so it's just a very different way of seeing it, whereas, like, the majority of, like, superheroes who shoot fire... Shoot it out their arms. And they, yeah, it's right, very, so okay. Kind of, it's just a different take on it. It's right. just interesting that it's that it's so different. Well, and she was also trying to burn everything in the room. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've got, like, a Dark Phoenix thing going on where it's just pulsing out of her, which is... And she didn't, like, kill all these guys you know what i mean like Somehow. uh you know she was able to like have a little bit more control i don't know over if it. that was her fault or if that was an accident uh. like they hid correctly he's got his versace on again uh. <laughs> <laughs> here again like no shade if you wear that but yeah. i'm just saying like that's a he's a He's an evil wizard. I like how she's like, thank you for this, and then she can't get it to work. She's over here trying to, like, bash it apart so that way they yeah. can use it. They actually never even get to use it. Right. So there's a BPRD making their stuff difficult, actually works for their benefit here. <laughs> she's got all these hammers all the time. Yeah, she did have a big hammer earlier, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, you're right. I like that the thing around the right hand has all the sigils and shit that looks dope as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, yeah. great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, and all look at, the, I look mean, at this set, I mean, everything great. about God, this. Aesthetically, it is just we are in the kiss. We are in the Mignola world, you know, yeah. we're definitely in it oh, now. It I mean, look at this. good. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I do agree. It would be, it would have been cool to have the Project Ragnarok robe, the yeah, classic, you know, Rasputin. Not, it's just not. I mean, it's it's a dope ass. The robe. golden black I mean, isn't doing not, it for you. I don't, well, no, I like golden black. I do. I just mean that is that necessarily this character? I don't know. It's a different take, and it's a different universe, and we should just take it as yeah. it is. Yeah. Or, you know, it is what it is, kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it I, looks great. It, I think it looks great aesthetically. Everything looks great. So I'm, I'm still comparing. Oh, wow, Myers. I think if you get hit in the face with a hammer like that, your entire face is broken. Because that, I love the lip bite right yeah, there. Yeah, that was good. I I do love that. Yeah, she does a good job. She does a good job. I really like her as Elsa. That's I think she does a great job as that character. Be, I shouldn't be comparing one thing to the other. I should have said, I'm like, well, if everything is different about. Abe and Liz and so on and so forth, and I can accept the differences here with the, you know, with right. the dude. Well, I it's guess I'm, fine. I'm okay with the, the changes with Rasputin, but mainly because the actor is really selling the part. He's doing a great job, if, and if, I don't if mean If he was to, doing a yeah. crappier part, if he was just like half-assed owning it in, I would probably be more annoyed. Everyone yeah. does a great job in their yeah. roles, yeah, that's true. So I don't mean to be too overly. I love Ron Perlman's that. performance as he's like trying to break out. Yeah. Of, you really get the sense that yes. he's just like just railing against like he just can't get this out sucks. you know and it, it's it's like painful this. it's yeah. painful when you're watching he's like no no yeah. yeah it's really yeah the aesthetic of everything it's just such a good aesthetic all of this this is very much my jam aesthetically i'm into all of this yeah i love the idea of this like lock weird uh weird sigils around there yeah. and all the weird what statues. is that thing called where they would put you in um, stocks yeah stocks it's kind of like a version of that stockades baby it's like a mobile stockade and they talk about how his yeah. true name is on the lock and that is definitely something from the comic sure you know where mm-hmm. you, if you know your true name you have power over well them. that's a thing that's not just from 
the comics. Okay. It's like a whole deal. But yeah, I think that's right. But we're talking about the comics here. I know. And then he takes away the takes rosary. The so that's kind of resembling his relationship with his dad. Okay. Right on. Yeah. They've kind of established that throughout. So <laughs> that through mind. line is coming through with that prop. That's all Mignola sigils there too, which is great. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving that. Anung Unrama. Yeah. So, and so this is him like learning his name for the first time. But what we know from the comic, you know, and I guess those are two different things, but that's not his full name. His full name is Arung Unra- Anung Unrama. I like that they put Arush a rush Unrama. They put a little bit of yeah. the uh, thing. It's just very slight of the that camera effect where it's the, the dolly yeah. zoom there. Sorry, you were saying the name? Oh, yeah, you know, Destroyer of Worlds, Creator of Worlds. And then say it again, though. I, I talked over you. Well, I want to talk about this awesome effect that yeah. we're seeing here as that he's is, like... It looks incredible. Yeah. When, when I saw this for the first time, I was just like, fucking holy Yeah, it looks shit. great. Yeah. He might have bitten off more than he could chew, and he's just realizing it, which yeah. I love. Yeah. So, Wake the Devil, number five on the cover. He's got, like, the fire Still smoke coming out, out of him. That's good. Uh, out of his mouth, and I feel like he's the breathing the, the fire horns. there. Like, yeah. they're paying tribute to that. That's good. God, look at like that. I feel like Rasputin is realizing, like, I think that this is, I'm in over my head, maybe. Which is good. He looks a little bit scared. You know, I wonder if he wasn't wearing, if he wasn't wearing his jacket, like, that does in lit up insignia would go up his arm i think so oh it right would, yeah. yeah it looks good though what was the full name though say it one more time anung and rama and a russian rama okay something right on. like that yeah i might be getting that wrong so uh, listeners will let me know next week <laughs> it's not, inevitably it's not like we could pull the comic right now. open a portal into the moon yeah this is so cool <laughs> man the portal effect looks dope Oh, Even okay. still. So when I was watching this the other day, I think I saw the satellite space station that. Um, oh, that the visitor is in yeah. the alien. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Really? What? I didn't know that that was like, in here. Like bottom what? left or to the left of the screen, right by the the nebula. What? Where? Oh, I don't uh, know. I gotta go back to rewind and, and, see and freeze can, frame yeah. it. Yeah, I might have missed that. But this is also oh. epic. T- what? Oh what? no, that's just a cloud. Just oh, okay. Uh this is pretty epic, too, because all the Andre Jahan are breaking out of their shells. Yeah. The most like, that we ever saw in the comics was one of them, yeah. and that was, like, way, way later I'm in the book. Spoilers, like, sorry. Like 25 years later. Well, yeah, yeah. Look, if you are listening to this, there's literally no fucking chance yeah. that's a spoiler. But I will say this. Having them all busting out and having this bit, like, that's fucking rad. Like, yeah. Why, like that the, blows my mind. Nowadays, yeah. you would have to wait, like, five movies in yeah. for that to fucking happen. And for them to just go ahead and be like, nah, just pull the trigger on it. Go for it. And put it all in one in the same movie. It's I pretty love cool it. to see. Like, it adds yeah. a lot of gravity to yeah. comic fans. You're like, holy shit, what the fuck? The Aldridge of Hatter all coming out of their shells? What's <laughs> happening? you are. <laughs> Ugh. Come on. That is not a throw. That didn't happen, and I don't like the way that that looks. I think this is a cool visual of yeah. it being burnt into his hand and stuff yeah. like that. That's pretty cool. Remember Christianity for some reason, which is... Well, remember he's at, remember oh, his dad. Oh, that is a brutal kick. Yeah, he got her. That he got her back intense. for that hammer. Right? Jeez. Hey, look, you can already see the crack. How could he talk? Because his whole face would be swollen up by now with being hit in the face with a hammer. Oh, yeah, you're right, and Aubrey. In the talking? 4K, you can kind of see the cracks already. I didn't notice that. Jeez. I just noticed it right now. Oh. <laughs> that looks so that looks good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, um, 
there was going to be like some sort of scaffolding around that stone and he was going to break off a piece of that and stab Rasputin and Mignolo said it has to be the horns. It has to be. And he kind of put his foot down. It has to be. You know, and so they they uh, went ahead and did that. And I, I love that choice. I, I can't good. believe that that was almost not going to be yeah, in the movie. Yeah, good job putting your foot down, Mignolo. Yeah. Do it. It makes way more sense. It makes, for it more, to be it the makes horn. way more sense. The best time with the horns. Yeah, yeah. Also, the fact that. But all don't of leave the, those horns there. No, don't leave them there. Don't do that. Those <laughs> are powerful, that, magical though, objects. Um, I don't understand. Also, like the object, like the entire, like the the actual fucking object head turns to dust. Just do that in the first place. Yeah, that- open all the shit up and just like get rid of them. Right. Mission accomplished. Well, they, you didn't know that until you opened them all I up. Guess, and who they, so. I mean, yeah. So does he get to, to keep the rad teeth, though? The rad, like, dog teeth? Oh, he stepped on one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, I love this, how he's all, oh, like, can't there's a tentacle it. coming no, out of the eye, and it's bad. all in his skin mm, moving no, around. Let's look at something else. Oh, God. Nope. So I feel like this is their version of the Ogdru Hem. Sure. Or like the Conquer Worm or something like that. Yeah. Um, they call this the Behemoth. Right, right, right. Let's uh, see. Just, just a couple seconds ago, he had these rad dog teeth. They looked good. I guess they disappeared magically. It's fine. Same. That would have been cool. Yeah, and I do like this last moment where they're like, she still has to go over She's to still him. Still going over there. She's like still just devoted to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the performance of these two. I mean, I, I you know, they're sure. Nazis and they're they're bad guys, but we talked about this a lot. You know, the 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 villains can be sympathetic, and you can like the villains kind of in these comics. Well, and- no, I feel like you can appreciate someone's performance as a villain. Yeah, but obviously, we do not sympathize with Nazis. Sure, in yes. any case <laughs> in any situation, that is not the case. I, I, let's not misunderstand what John is saying here. Yeah, I yeah. Go ahead and yeah. put that out there. But I do. Um, I just like those characters. I mean, I, I just right. do, they do a good job. And the, when I the when I see them on screen, I'm like, yeah, I like this. The actors know? do a good job in their performance. Yeah, we yeah. do not sympathize with Nazis. Yeah, the the actors are really really selling their parts sure yeah. they're really and that's yeah perfectly valid you know, unlike uh, some other superhero movies <laughs> where the villains yeah. are just kind of carbon copies sure <laughs> absolutely this guy's entire face should be broken how big can it be oh no Pretty so big, this is apparently. also a combination Wah-wah. of practical and real ron sure. perlman they actually had him up on a they harness a with some tentacles tentacle. and he's just like flailing around or whatever <laughs> wriggling around in there so this uh design of the behemoth that did, this that was that's not great but. yeah this uh this monster was uh created by carlos juante he was one of the special effects team that sculpted awesome. this monster when you see that it at its full size right. oh this yeah. is the classic the monster eats me, but then I explode the monster from the inside. Well, not quite yet, yeah, because we're going to get this one oh, with the sword the from the sword statue. Oh, because the sword the statue. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. And I, I feel like this is kind of a nod to Nature of the yeah. Beast. You know, Nature of the Beast, he didn't actually break off the sword, but the 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 be- the dragon crushed the statue and the top of the sword fell onto it. Sure. It, the oh, the right, sword yeah. part of the statue broke off and went through its head. That's good, though. And so I feel like it's kind of paying tribute to that. 
I like the all the eyeballs on its torso. Yeah, it reminds me of like torso. the Ogdru the Hem, you know. This is kind of like a movie. The closest that we see the movie sure. version of something like this. Well, it's like, like a this. little yeah. baby, though. Yeah. Like, relatively speaking, it would be like a tiny baby. Yeah. So, apparently, if you freeze frame this, and I haven't done it, but they said on the commentary... There's actually one shot where you see Hellboy upside down up against the skin of the thing. Yeah. In one of the blasts or something like that. Let's see if I can. Oh. Uh, did you I, see it? You think you saw it? I think I did. We'd have to back it up. I, yeah. yeah I don't know. But we can't do that right but now. But I love, uh, you know, classic Hellboy going inside a monster. And getting purple goop thrown on them from off screen. You know, uh... Ron Perlman did something like this in Pacific Rim where he came out of the monster. Oh, he absolutely it was kind of a different did. version of that. It didn't blow up, but he like was able to like similar, knife yeah. him way, knife his way out or something like that. Yeah. I love uh, the classic, you know, he's got the sh- the torn shirt and all that. That's, That's very, like, Doc Savage. That's good stuff. The Pulp style, you know, Mignola is influenced by a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So. yeah. That's a good look for Hellboy. Here's a trope where someone's dead and then someone's voice or tears or kiss brings them back from death. Well, I mean... I don't mind it here. Well, let, 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 let's uh, think about... Let, I mind it in pretty much every single time I see well, it. Well, let's take this apart a little bit, because what happened is Rasputin did some evil magic yes, thing. Yes, okay. You know, so she's not necessarily dead, so you would think that she's under the control of some sort of, like, evil magic. Clinically, she is dead, though. So then Hellboy says something, and she comes back to life, and then she she asks him, like, what did you say? Right, right, right. And this is very kind of emotional moment. I always think it's funny, because he's like, I said... Hey. hey, you know, like that's the first. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, that's cute. whatever. He basically says, cute. "Let go of her, or I'm going to come over there and yeah. fuck you up." Yeah. And then so they're like, "So this look is at very this." Tender, wh- sweet wh- moment. Wh- whether you yeah. love the relationship or not, I mean, this shot is beautiful. Yes. You yeah. know, this isn't necessarily romantic is... either. This doesn't have to be a romantic moment. Yeah. This could be two friends, a guy who saved a person, and they have you know, our our coworkers and and colleagues and friends. And care about each other, and maybe he saved her. Like, you know, we don't have the sound on. It could be, like, you know, but this looks romantic here. Yeah, well, point, especially when they start kissing. Now. Yes, when they start kissing. But, um, I will say something that's super fucking awkward is that Myers is literally standing two <laughs> fucking feet away. Just standing there staring, looking at them but like a fucking... But uh, uh, appreciate the, the cinematography on this. I mean, her skin is so pale yeah. against, like, his red and black and just the way that it's, like framed and everything i think it's, it's really amazing what they've done with the shot and it's no wonder why people fell in love with this relationship sure. with She's liz and hellboy some prosthetics. Yeah. you know because i mean it's beautiful and the way that they frame it and everything that they do the way that they've crafted this story yeah, just like watching yeah it is kind of creepy myers turn around turn at around. least come on myers walk away Jeez. to a respectable <laughs> distance he's just standing there just walk down the corridor a little ways and give them some privacy. It's and I, weird. I felt like that line, I'm fireproof, is also That's like cute. a little, you know, for that this to happen. The clothes you know would be burning, I mean? though? Would the clothes not be burning? I don't know. Maybe Are they're they fireproof? fireproof, too, you maybe, know? Maybe, uh, I don't know. Sure. Maybe she's got that much control now. She there you go. Maybe. Yeah. Directed anyway, by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Myers, walk away. That is creepy. He's still standing there to this day. He's still standing there. <laughs> So, He's like, are y'all going to keep going? Or are you going to get serious? So geez. I do want to talk about it. It was co-written by Peter Briggs. You know, Peter Briggs does not get Mignola. enough credit um, yeah. for writing this movie. Everybody thinks of Del Toro and sure, Mignola. Sure, sure. Right, right, right. Um, Peter Briggs is a big part of it, right. too. 
Um, so it's it's good to see. Even we the whole way through did not mention his <coughs> yeah. name one time. So uh, yeah. there you go. So I was actually thinking about this the other day. The one thing that this movie kind of reminds me of is like uh, Tim Burton when he did Batman. Uh, okay. Like the first one, it's like sure. you put Tim Burton in Batman. And the second one, it's you put Batman in Tim Burton. Ah. And so this one is you're putting Del Toro in uh, Hellboy. But in the next one, is you're putting Hellboy in Del Toro. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. kind of, yeah, that makes Ron sense. Ron Perlman. <clears throat> um, there was also a Drew Struzan oh, poster for this. Oh, I'll post that yeah. on our oh, social media. Right, so he poster. did so many classic movie posters. Yeah. And so it was really cool. That they were able to get him to do a poster yeah, for this poster. movie, and it's amazing. Man, oh, I miss seeing, I miss seeing his posters. Like he retired and everything. So Wendy Partridge was the costume designer, and I thought she did a great job yeah. with Hellboy's costume In and general, uh, you know his good. trench coat and yeah. all that kind of stuff, and did a really good job of bringing all those details to life. The work that she did with John Hurd, making him look like the comic Jeez. book, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Jeremy Casting Zimmerman. That was the Jeremy guy. Zimmerman, that was yeah. the guy that was the guard at the BPRD, where he was like, uh, "Mind your arms and elbows," or we whatever. We can thank he says, him for know. casting all these fucking people. I guess. I, yeah. mean, I don't know how that works exactly, <laughs> but like, good shit. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an eighty-one percent. Oh wow! Really? Um, on yeah. Metacritic, it has a seventy-two out of a hundred. Wow. And uh, on CinemaScore, it has a B minus. Wow. Hellboy was nominated for four Saturn Awards in 2005, including Best Fantasy Film, Best Special Edition DVD. Oh, wait. What's the thing? Oh, here's the scene uh, with uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, fucking Manning is still down there. <laughs> he's like, uh, oh, and then man. he hears like a sound of a, of a fucking Samuel or something. Sorry, you were saying that. Oh, I do want to talk about I hate this song. So yeah, I'm just going to keep talking over it. But this song that plays right here, I don't even know who it's by, but like. Yeah. I did not appreciate this song or, or like it very much. So anyway. It's the two thousands, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it sounds like one of those like two thousand new yeah. rock. Yeah. There have definitely yeah. been worse fucking credit songs, I will say that. So this film was also nominated for a Visual Effects Society Award in the uh, category of outstanding performance by animated character in a live action motion picture. Um in two thousand seven Rotten Rotten Tomatoes declared Hellboy to be the thirteenth best reviewed comic book film adaptation out of ninety four total. In 2008, Empire Magazine named Hellboy 11th in their list of the 20 greatest comic book movies. The film was shot uh, six days a week for 130 days, Monday through Saturday, without a second unit. So Del Toro was doing everything, and on Sundays he was editing the movie. He noted noted that it could have commenced filming in 1998. However, the film had difficulty finding a committed studio Mm. due to the stigma. So he did talk about that. A lot of this came out when Passion of the Christ came out, oh, and it was right around Easter. Jeez, oh. wow! And a lot of um, a lot of jeez. theaters refused to carry it, or they titled it "Hello Boy." Wow! Because they didn't <laughs> want to put Hellboy. Wow! And a lot of places just refused to play it. That's fucking yeah. just based on the name alone. And he talked about how the name was like a big hurdle in getting the movie oh, even made geez. because people didn't want to call it Hellboy because of the word hell Damn. in the title, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, stupid as hell. it's something. <laughs> That's some stupid shit. Yeah. There's a lot trying of stupid to think of other, people uh, in this world. I'm trying to think if I have it. I think I got all through all my notes here that I had for the comic. So, um, yeah, but that was really fun. I hope that you guys enjoyed this commentary. Yeah. Um, it was really fun for us. We got to get together again, and uh, yeah. you know, I we're hope that we're all vaccinated, so we're all yes, we're all here, being you know? hanging we're around safe. And this is our first time together since the pandemic yeah, started. Yeah, and I hope that you guys uh, also 
appreciate or i hope that you guys are okay with like no editing because we didn't edit anything on this you know for it being a commentary usually i go back and edit the episode so you get to hear all of our mistakes and all the stuff that i would normally edit out but it was fine i thought we did a good job i don't know if you can make a mistake just hanging out watching a movie though hanging out with your friends yeah Yeah. well we didn't make as many mistakes as we normally do (laughs) awesome well that was so much fun and now aubrey's gonna say all the things oh is aubrey gonna say all the things okay he sure is here we go all right, everybody. We just did our first commentary. You've been asking for it, and we gave it to you. We want to hear what you thought. It? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts. You can send us a hey, you damn guys at hellboybookclub at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at Hellboy Book Club Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Hellboy Book Club. You can also find all of our um, all of our info on our Facebook about section and our link and our Podbean website and our link trees on Instagram and Twitter. Um. Uh, Oh, yeah. thank Andrew Adair. He gave us a sweet song that oh, I'm yeah. gonna put on here. Yeah, thank you, Andrew Andrew Adair, for that sweet song that John just mentioned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, next week we're gonna do a listener feedback on uh, this this episode, the Wayne Mitchell and uh, some of the stuff in the Lost Army. People so, gonna do commentary on our commentary. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, want to hear what you guys gotta say? Um, you can always find the podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from, um, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, and uh, also leave us a ra- leave us a rating on iTunes if you uh, if you want to do it. Just open up your app and you know give us five stars or what you think we deserve. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas. I'm Danielle, and I'm Robert Lovelace saying, "I'm fireproof. You're not." Ah. Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We're back together again. Awesome. Together.